Yo. Whoa, what's up, man? Video and everything. Yes, sir. What's up, brother? I got it working, dog. I tested this thing out uh, like 20 minutes ago to make sure that my uh, my camera was was working. I tested it through Zoom. So here we go. Tight, man. It didn't fail me. And I didn't have to <laughs> spend more money on, on a different webcam. Yeah, for real. What's up, dude? Not much, man. I had a shit day. Oh, shit. What happened? Nothing. (laughs) 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 So by that, does that mean like, like no, no money was, was uh, brought in? I had, I had clients, not a lot, but I mean, I had, I had clients, I made money, but like nothing bad happened. I just had a shit fucking day. I think, no, I think, I know it's like the, the days my son looks like Mondays are always bad because my son gets picked up on Monday mornings. Yeah. So it's like Mondays always suck. So that's basically what happened today. And then and then I ate like shit to try to cope with those shitty feelings. And then that made me physically feel like shit. And then that <laughs> then I mentally felt worse. It was just this terrible cycle. And then I forgot to take. Oh, I can't even say that because it's illegal. I'll cut this part out. Um, <laughs> I've uh, no, you can you can say you can say. Come on, man. We we <laughs> California, man. Like well, just about so, everything is legal here. Well, psilocybin mushrooms are not legal. Um, wait, 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 what 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 did you say? Psilocybin mushrooms are not legal. Um, Scylla, psilocybin. psilocybin, like like psilocybin, uh, magic mushrooms. Oh, so oh, okay. Been, well, at I've first, been, when I first heard, I thought you said suicide mushrooms, and I'm like, dude, don't take that shit. <laughs> Please don't do that. That's a terrible name. No I don't suicide care. mushrooms. Yeah, I, I don't care what kind of marketing you're in. That's a terrible name. Um, yeah. No, yeah. no so I, I've been microdosing psilocybin, so I don't trip or anything like that. It's just um, the studies are fairly conclusive that it has a massive impact on treating depression. And I have to say, I've been doing it like a month, and basically, like it's night and day. I mean, I still definitely feel depression but like it's yeah way different way better um and i forgot to take it this morning and yeah oh so i i all of that shit combined it was just yeah it was a recipe for disaster have you have you had some since like since you've gotten home and did yeah, you yeah, yeah. take I, a micro dose of yeah I, I took a micro suicide right mushroom before, suicide mushrooms right before we started <laughs> yeah. yeah okay okay yeah. well I've, i i i took a dose of white claw Nice. Uh, That's your 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 suicide mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is my suicide mushroom. The unfortunately, it's the lemon flavor. Lemon is not the best, but it's definitely better than lime. Really? That's rare. I know, right? Lime is yes. superior to lemon. The lime, what? Unless it's a white claw. That's interesting. Wow. Lime flavored white claw is the fucking absolute dog shits. This is beer. I'll this drink is, it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> This is beer, right? I'll drink it. No, it's just, no, no, it's not beer. It's a sparkling. Don't look at me like I'm some kind of asshole. Uh, it's, a, it, <laughs> it's a spiked sparkling water is what the White Claw is. It's not oh, a beer. Oh, I didn't know. It's not a beer. Damn, you really like took offense. Like, I mean, trust fuck? me, I, I drink. <laughs> well, I took offense for beer. Yeah, I, so you know, they, I'm like sticking up for beer. It's like, no, no, this ain't our shit. Like, this is not what we do. <laughs> sticking up um, for beer. And I, and I like my beers, don't get me wrong. But yeah. like the White Claw is the, the spike sparkling water. Oh, I've never had a White Claw. Hey, are we are we recording? Are, are yes, we, sir. is this the star of the show? Yep, we are. Oh, okay. 
Hey, would you? Would it be okay if I give a shout out to a couple of couple of cats? Let's go at the outset of this episode. Yeah, of course. I just want to say, okay, thank you, thank you. I just want to say what's up to my homeboy Mitchell, uh, Mitchell C. Mitchell, I'm not going to say your last name because you probably don't want that shit out there, especially attached to this podcast. So I ain't going to say that. But Mitchell C., uh, who is a good friend of mine, um, I, I, I met Mitchell back when I was at THQ. Uh, an, an excellent, excellent stand-up individual. Probably one of the best white people that I know. What He's like fuck? vying for you. What for that the slot. fuck? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. He's I'll say close. this. It's close, yeah. man. I mean, great. Good job, Mitchell C. And I'll just go ahead and throw in: you would be lucky to be talked about on this podcast. You does not slumming <laughs> it to get props from B or I on the bombcast. How dare you? Yeah, he he hit me up today. Uh, but he he sent me a text message. He was like, "Hey, man, I listened to the last episode on the way to work," and he was like, "I was dying." listening to myself struggle to keep the thing going when you went to go uh water get water, yeah. water in, in your dog's bowl because I, I had no i was like i don't know i'm not used to this like i need a host i'm not the guy to carry anything so but mitchell listens and i know that he's been listening since we started and he's a good friend and i love him uh you know he's got a you know he's got a whole family now he's got a wife he's got a kid parker great people so and, and you never met Mitchell, but if you if you guys were to meet, you guys would be like simpatico. Well, I'll say this, Mitchell. Um, thank you for listening. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Um, I hope one day we can be friends. And obviously, one day we will have to fight to the death because Brian can only have one cool <laughs> white friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, see, here's what I think is going to happen: is that you guys will meet, and then you'll be like, "Oh, well, you know, we- I know other black people, and <laughs> Brian's not my favorite brother." So. I think you guys can kind of uh, come to that conclusion. <laughs> I met a cooler per- black person once. Let's go talk to him. Yeah, that's yeah. impossible, man. You're the best. You're the best. Nah, nah, I'm the shits. <laughs> and then the other guy I want to give a shout out to was my boy Conrad, Conrad Cushman. Uh, I mentioned him to you offline. Yeah, um, the guy, Connie my friend. K. Yeah, and, you, and yeah, and you. I think you retweeted or you well, liked. That was, okay, that was him that shouted us out. Yeah, on Twitter. yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you replied to to his tweet. Uh, he's been listening to us, and you know, Conrad's a, he's a, he's a really good dude. He's got his own podcast, uh, everything pro wrestling. I'm gonna cut that out. Um, Fuck other podcasts, bombcast or nothing. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called again? Everything wrestling. Uh, everything pro wrestling. It's a great show. I've been on. He's had me on as a guest uh, multiple times, and you know, he's Conrad's not right, is listening he? and. Uh, he's a brother from Buffalo, oh, okay. Buffalo, New York. I'm not threatened, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a good dude. And uh, the thing with Conrad is, so, so I was aware of him back in like 2009, 2010 when I was at THQ, because he was like heavily involved with uh, on the content creator side of like the the WWE games we were doing. Okay. And so I kept seeing his name pop up like on my Facebook and everything, and uh, it wasn't until recently, I think honestly maybe. 2019, definitely the pandemic, mm. where uh, I actually got to talk to him and be on his show and like meet him. And he's a he's a solid dude, a great individual, a good family man. And uh, yeah, so we've got two fans that I know of. 
Well, um, I love that. They're not even fans. They they're just they're just my friends <laughs> who listen to the show. So we appreciate you. And uh and honestly, I'm so cool to be doing the show with you where it's like I don't give a shit how many people listen. Yeah. Uh I'm content to just talk to you cuz I love you. I love you too. I love man. you. I love you. I'm content to talk to you, shoot the shit, and then share it with our friends. And on that and note, if, if you're listening, goes, go ahead and rate and review on iTunes and follow on Spotify. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're the businessman about this whole operation. I'm just like, hey, I'm just happy that I got friends that are listening. Yeah, share it. Let but people yeah. know it's a good time listening. We have a good time. Yeah, I mean, I would hope so. I mean, yeah. And- yeah, yeah, and 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 thank you to Mitchell and Conrad, and and yes, Conrad, thank you for uh, you know sharing uh, our post on Twitter. That was very cool. Yeah, I appreciate that, Mitchell. Where you at? Yes, I guess, I guess absolutely. you're not that cool of a white guy, Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't well, see. To I didn't see credit, you retweet. I don't, I don't think Mitchell is on Twitter like that. <laughs> All right, you're forgiven. I don't think Mitchell. he's on Twitter like that. You're forgiven. But man, yeah. me and Mitchell, we got some stories, man. We've got some stories. Uh, me and Mitchell were in Prague for a uh, work event years ago. I was there pimping out one of the WWE games. I forget which <laughs> one. But we basically, yeah, we, we were supposed to be in Leipzig, Germany for GamesCon. Okay. And, you know, because Mitchell's in marketing, or he was at the time. So, you know, marketing, they always get a higher budget. Right. Uh, and they've got more leeway than us lowly game designers. But I remember when we, you know, they were telling me, it was like, hey, we're all going together. It's like, look, you know, me, uh, you know, Mitchell and some other marketing people, we're going earlier. We're going to leave out earlier than, you know, the scheduled date. We're going to go to Prague and then we'll take from Prague. We'll go to Germany. And he was like, yeah, you should come with us. And I'm like, all right, well, I mean, I guess if you guys are doing it, it should be okay with me. And we went and it was like Prague is amazing. That's what I hear. It was, but it was kind of fucking debaucherous. I was going to say, that's that exactly the word the I was going to use, yeah. Yeah, and I remember the first night we were there. I, that was the first time I had, I took absinthe. Nice. Uh, we checked into our hotel in Prague. And the, uh, I like, he wasn't even the concierge. He was like the, the bellhop guy. But he knew we were from America, from the States. So he was like, hey, you guys want some absinthe? So before we even get to our rooms, we're doing absinthe the traditional way. Yeah. The ice cube and yeah. they burn that shit and, yep. and all that. So we were like lit. That's dope. Went out that first night, had a great time, and we got separated from some of our other coworkers. So it was just me and Mitchell trying to find our way back to the hotel. And we kind of got a little lost, but it was late and we were hungry. And there was like a schnitzel truck. <laughs> and I remember Mitchell got some food. And then on the way back, as we were trying to find our hotel, some homeless woman came up to him and was like talking to him. And I don't know. I, I don't know what the language they speak in Prague, Praganese, or uh, I'm sure that's, that's incorrect, but she was talking to him, but she got way too close. Czechoslovakia. And she was like, kind of touchy feeling him and everything. He was like, Oh, I don't, I don't speak the language. I don't know that. So we got away from her, finally made it back to the hotel only to find out that that old woman, Uh-oh. she fleeced him, took oh, his black shit. That was our first night. Wow. That's fucked up. In Prague. I, I, I and we were speak... there for like. How long? Hmm? How, how long were you there? 
Uh, let me see. Prague, two nights. Leipzig, three. Then we went to Berlin. Okay, damn. After that, so, so almost like a week. Uh, five, five days? Yeah, I got in trouble afterwards. Like, Corey, <laughs> my old boss, he was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, my, I, I, my expense report was, like, gargantuan. Mm-hmm. He was like, all right, I'm, I'll, I'll co-sign this, but never again, B. You cannot do this again. I'm like, hey, I was just with the marketing guys. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you were not in marketing. <laughs> Different budgets, homeboy. Yeah. I think, don't roast me anybody. I don't know anything. I think they speak Czechoslovakian in Prague. I think. Cause I that think, sounds I, right. I think Prague is in the Czech Republic, but I don't know. I think I think so. Well, that's dope, yeah. man. I've always wanted to go. You know, it sounds I, awesome. I like. Uh, oh, it was a great trip. Dracula architecture. So. And that's exactly what it was, man. Yeah. We went to a strip club over there, and uh, I didn't. I did. I did the rookie mistake of not notifying my bank oh, that I was yeah. leaving the country, which actually was a was a good Probably thing because you, I was yeah. at the strip club. It did. And I went to the ATM to try to get money out so I could get gully. And it was like, nah. Nope. Nah, we don't know. Sit nah, your ass down, B. They, they, sit they, your ass down. They, they sit your ass down <laughs> and chill out with a little uh, little person stripper at the, <laughs> at, at the table and just talk to her. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, oh, what a good time. <laughs> so awesome, I love you, Mitchell. Man. I love you, comrade. Graham, I love you, too. Ah oh, man, I love uh, you you're my brother too. from another yes, brother. Sir. Yep, and I love and I love this white claw, even mm. though it's lemon. <laughs> well, I don't know what else is going on, man. It's been a pretty shitty fucking week as far as just like events. The week in the just country. started, man. It's Monday. I guess like over oh, the weekend, like since the- since everything has been going on, like killings and shootings, just typical America shit. And yeah, I was going to say, it's like, well, what's different? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's always kind of shitty, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, but are you talking about that Texas shooting? He, was it in Texas or Tennessee or there was a high school? Well, shooting. there was one in Texas. Yeah. But there were like three. Oh, there's a high school killings. shooting too? Yeah. There were like three police killings, one last night and then a high school shooting today in Tennessee, I think. Oh shit! Yeah, I heard about the the police uh, killings. Did was not aware of the high school. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, it just happened today. Shooting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this country is the worst. The worst. It's America, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's America. Just awful. You know? So terrifying. I wish I could leave. And yeah. go where? Where would you go? Where um, would you want to go? Where'd I want to go? If if I could take my son, um, like legally, not like yes, escape yes. with him. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> um, probably like Netherlands, Switzerland, maybe, or um, okay, or maybe, or maybe New Zealand, but like for sure that side of the world, definitely. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. somewhere I where feel they, you on that. Somewhere where they care about their people, like. It's never, I mean, they've obviously people have never been cared about here, but it's never been more evident ever in the history of this country that they don't give a fuck about us. Um, yeah. The only thing I'd worry about, like going to Switzerland or even New Zealand, New Zealand, maybe a little less, but it would just be like, I don't know. 
yeah, as far as like the racism my son would face. I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to put him in a worse situation. I guess it probably can't get worse than here, but Yeah. 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 I, I think I think for that, you know, I mean, I've never been to Switzerland or, you know, I've never been that what is that? Uh like Netherlands. Eastern is that Eastern European Eastern Europe? Yeah, Switzerland, Netherlands. I think, it's, I think it's still Netherlands. Never been yeah. over yeah, never been over there, but I've seen the people that live there. A lot of white, and the people that come out of there is yeah. very white. <laughs> it's a lot of white, very white. I know. And not to say that, and 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 not to disparage white folks like that because they are white Europeans. Yeah, but yeah, I would have a little not not hesitancy, but definitely some second and third thoughts yeah. about. Um, Maybe moving over there. Yeah, so I think like so. You, you mentioned New Zealand, like New Zealand. I would go over there in heartbeat. and heartbeat. Very mixed in New Zealand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Switzerland. I was just thinking because it's just so gorgeous and like, yeah, it's just so fucking beautiful. But yeah, like all the white people kind of freak me out. Like I've never, I've never lived in a, like a white place. So it, and I told, like I mentioned it a couple of podcasts ago, like large groups of white people scare me. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Another thing we have in common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yet another thing. But yeah, New Zealand, man. That seems like the spot. But you know what's funny? Because you mentioned that uh, white people scare you, like large groups of them. I've probably, I, I've lived probably in more white only places totally. than totally. even you. Totally. And, and it's funny that you say that because like I've been through it. I mean, yeah. Alaska, New Mexico. Fuck, man. Uh New Mexico, there were like three more black people than Alaska, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like it was it was like the the jungle, man. Like I yeah. mean, I, I I went through it as a kid, you know. And it's just one of those things. Like as a kid, you know, you're kind of resilient, yeah, and you can get through a lot, yeah. At the same time, a lot of it sticks with you. But like I was called monkey, and. <laughs> Just all kind of nasty shit. Like that was like a regular occurrence living in Alaska. Yeah. Uh, and I and I hate to say you get used to it because you don't, but it and happens you, to the, enough where it's just like, ah, right. well, fuck you. You know, I mean, I didn't say it at the time, but it's just like, yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. It's, you know? it's not. It's not shocking anymore, but it, it's not uh, pleasant. Of right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I still have fond memories of living in Alaska, in spite of all that. Right. I do. I want to go back to Alaska. Yeah. I remember the, I think the first time when my dad moved to Northern Idaho, like he lived, I told you before, like he lived in a log cabin in the middle of a mountain. Like, yeah. And I went and visited him. This was, I don't know, 2002 or something like that. And, um, they had like a fair in town in town was like maybe 40 minutes away. 30, 40 minutes away. And uh, so we went and, you know, it's like typical fair, like county fair, like that you see in the movies, like tractor races and watermelon eating contests and shit like that. <laughs> hay bills, hay bills. Yeah, and all yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. And we're walking <laughs> yeah. around and I kind of turned to him and I'm like, this is so weird. Cause he was like, why do you look He's like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I've just, there's so many white people here. It's it's really weird. And like, I said it very honestly, cause like I've never been in that environment. Like I grew up in Mexican neighborhoods. All my friends are like, I mean, I've, I've always had white friends, but like also black and Mexican and Japanese and Filipino and Thai, like it's always mixed. And I'd yeah. never been in an environment where it was just like, no, 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 there's just white people here. And like one kind of white people. 
And so I told him, I was like, there's just so many white people. And this was the first time I ever had a inkling that like, oh, is my dad racist? Cause like, he was like, yeah. Oh, sh- yeah. And I didn't get it at the time. <laughs> Like Wait, your like, dad said, "Yeah, he's racist." Or no, 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 no. Are you? Are you? In your mind, <laughs> that, that, was, like, that was the first time yeah. in my mind. I thought, like, oh, oh, you like it because there's white people here. Like that's that's one. That was one of the selling points. Yeah. Oh, for you. yeah. Because he had moved from Arizona to yeah. there, and that was the first time I ever thought, like, oh, we're different in a way that I didn't know. Like I didn't grow up with you, so I don't know you that deeply. But like, that yeah. was the very first time I was like, hmm. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna have to look out. And then, you know, years later, yeah. I ended up calling him a racist and a pussy and all this shit, and we're not, we don't talk anymore. But, um, like, in that whole trip, I saw, like, a Japanese woman, and then maybe, like, a, like, maybe a, I don't even think I saw a black person. Like, it's white, and it freaked me the fuck out. And I was like, I can't do it, man. Well, I mean, it's, it's fucking Idaho, man. I know. <laughs> like, I, like, I mean, all respect. I'm sure that Idaho, there's a lot of great people there. Of course, of course. But I look at a, st- a state a state like Idaho where it's, I mean, that's like one of the uh, the puzzle pieces that is like so perfectly square <laughs> where it's like, well, who else is going to be here? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, 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 well, wait, wait, and what I mean by that is like in terms of like other ethnicities, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's landlocked. Yeah. There's no oceans. Right. Uh, it's the, is it a plain Idaho? Or is there no, a mountain no, 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 no. Yeah. Super it's mountainous. Full, and yeah. Oh, it, oh, it's mountainous. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean like, like lower, like Southern Idaho is kind of flat, but okay. like Northern Idaho is all mountain forest range. Mountains. I mean, it's, it's a base of Canada. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I look at places like that. I mean, South Dakota, North Dakota, the same thing where it's like, well, yeah. like that's not a bastion for, uh, I guess this in the history of this country, like uh, ethnic migration. <laughs> like they're not gonna, they're not, they're not, they're not gonna stop in Idaho or North yeah. Dakota. Yeah. Uh, as as great as those places probably are, I don't know, but yeah, you know, yeah. it's the big country. It's a big yeah. country. I think that's why there's a lot of diversity on east side of the coast. Yeah. You know, uh, west and east is just there's just I don't know. I wouldn't even say opportunity, but just the way I guess water in like large water, like the oceans, bring yeah. a whole different element. And totally. then, of course, obviously on the West Coast, we've got you know Mexico, like that border. So we get the influx of the Hispanic community, the Mexican community, which is great. Yeah. Uh, and on the East Coast, a lot of Puerto Ricans, a lot of uh, what Dominicans. Yeah. I think, I think yeah. I think because like because the money is greater on the edges of the country. Yeah. Uh, there ends up being more people, more diversity here, more diversity. Yeah. And so, you know, obviously there's, you know, still like massive amounts of racism and shit too, but like there's just more diversity. So more people come here. So it's more liberal. It's more open. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, yeah. But like, and then you got the South. Oh, South is geez. a fucking trip, man. Oh, I got so bad for, all the brothers and sisters got to be in. I, I know. Mississippi is a state that scares the shit out of me. Fuck yeah. And it should, dude. That place and is... I'm glad that I don't have any family. Yeah. 
in Mississippi because I would hate to have to go travel there. I don't to, remember. So go ahead. To see anybody, you know, yeah. uh, it's just I don't know. Like, and yeah, just like they just seem. Oh man, I'm getting myself in trouble. But well, of I've course, never been of to course, there's good people everywhere. Like, of course, yes, yeah. of course, of course, of course. But but I'm talking, yeah, less about the people and more about just you know the uh, the governing the yeah. governing the governing ship. Yeah, they just seem years behind. Uh, yeah, most every place else. Yeah, and yeah, I that's not a place that I like to go visit anytime soon. I saw some. I agree. I saw some videos of. I think I can't remember where. I think it was like somewhere in one of the Virginias or I can't remember, but um, a, a woman was saying like a white woman, she has a black son. She showed a picture of her son. Somebody asked like if she went to this certain area in wherever she was. And she was like, no, I don't go. This is my son. She held up a picture of her son who's black. And then some other guy commented on the video, like posted a video of himself and he's a black guy. And he was like, yeah, she's not lying. Like I went into this area. I'm a truck driver. I went into this area and I stopped at a gas station to get some drinks or some food or whatever. And the old lady, old white lady behind the counter was like, uh, son, are you, are you staying here tonight? And he was like, yeah. And she like begged him not to like, oh, please shit. don't stay here. Please don't stay here. Please just go somewhere else. Um, so, I mean, there are parts of the country that are like that, like for real, for real like that. And but she, but, but, but that, that, that plea from her part was more out to of help concern him. for him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, like black people get murdered yeah. or harassed or beaten up here. Like, yeah. please don't. Well, good on her. I mean, yeah, sometimes you need that, you know, for it's sure. Like, hey, you just keep driving. Yeah. Keep like, driving. Cause this is not as wrong spot. as it is. Like, yeah. No. You know, your, your death isn't going to fix it. I mean, we all, yeah, we all know what's wrong. I mean, look, this yeah. country is, uh, has made, uh, <laughs> slight, to gradual improvements yeah. throughout the course of its still young history. Yeah. But we're far off from uh, being uh, the country that meets the ideals yeah. of what this country is supposed to be. Yeah. But uh, I will just say, look, you know, me and you, we're like Ebony and Ivory, man. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I would, I would kill a motherfucker for you. Same, man. Not literally, Same. Uh, not literally. Well, actually, I, I I mean, I would if you're. If yeah, you're I like, bring it on, motherfuckers. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's like, you know, like these are the these are like the, uh, I don't want to call them wins, but this is just the, uh, the realities that I think most probably more people are having, like yeah. relationships like me and you. Yeah. Uh, it's just you know, it just takes time. You know, it takes time. That is something uh, I, I, I do mention. I mean, as I mean, and things are horrific, not just here, but like all over, like what's happening in Myanmar, what's happening in Yemen, what's happening. I mean, just everywhere. Things are really bad. Yeah. Um, but when you like you just look at this country, like like you just said, we're very young and the changes in just a few hundred years are pretty out outstanding. Like, yeah, there is a female woman of color as the vice president like there was a black man as a president like that's also of asian descent totally you know? totally yeah. and you know the media is changing it's like it, it is too slow it is you know accompanied by a lot of shitty things but like there's definitely change and that way of thinking like that, like that old white supremacist right su supremacist mentality as prevalent as it is it is also dying like it's people aren't 
okay with it and they want it to go away in a, in a way that I've never even read about before, where it's been yeah. so actively like we have to fight against this shit, but it's an old powerful thing and it's fucked up. It is. And it's, it's just one of those things that's just been ingrained within, you know, the country. I mean, this, the original sin, you yeah. know, uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, this country was founded off of not only slavery, but genocide of the indigenous people that were here. Yeah. And, and, so and the enslavement of Chinese American or not Chinese American, yeah, Chinese yeah. people, Japanese people, Chinese Mexicans. People. I mean, so, even so other, even other point, white people, the fucking Irish were like <laughs> the Irish, yeah, the Irish, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's yeah, that's true. It's like the Irish were also like they came here and they were treated as second class. Yeah. So I mean, the improvements in the you know uh, changes that this country has made has been, again, because like in terms of history, like. America is still so young, so young in terms of every other country and, you know, place around the world. Like it's very young. And yeah, and it is something to to see, like the like you like you just mentioned. Oh, excuse me. White cloth. The amount of change that we have seen. Yeah. Um, But, you know, it, which is great. Yeah. But there's still a lot that needs to go on. And I will say, you know, the trajectory seems to be going in a positive direction. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, as some as a as a black man living in America, like I I just I glom on to that. Yeah. You know, and it's like I understand things are not what they should be, but you know, um I I do see things getting better incrementally so. Yeah. Um, mostly because of young people. Yeah. And people like us. You know, I think that, you know, we will outnumber the idiots Certainly and the dicks so. yeah. who are still beholden to this uh, just bullshit, you know, bigoted, racist beliefs. I mean, a, and honestly, a... I've met a... Go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was saying it's, it's like it's such an insane way to live that your identity and your whole uh, vision of the world is based on taking something away from other people or making sure that they have less than you. It, it's just, it's fascinating to look at and be like the world that, you, you know, the white supremacist world that you're trying to protect or create or whatever, it literally doesn't even exist. And if you just let it go and step outside of it, you will find a much better existence and a happier existence. Like it's yeah. infinitely better to just, be involved and 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 take on more outside perspectives and cultures. And it's like, I think the biggest problem with this, not the biggest problem, one of the biggest problems with this country is that you can't, it's hard to travel. And part of the reason other places in the world are much more accepting and cultured is because they can just go so easily to other countries and be like, oh, it's, yeah. it's awesome here too. And everybody's cool here too. And they're not, it, they don't have the, so much of an echo chamber and like that tunnel vision that we have here. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I agree with, with that assessment. And, you know, I will say to anybody, um, like get a passport. Fuck. Yeah. Anybody living here, like in, in, in the States, get a passport and just go travel, travel. Uh, I like the way that I am as a person, as much as I disliked the amount of moving that I did as a kid, Alaska, New Mexico, Kansas, Ohio, DC, uh, whatever the fuck. Like I did it. I traveled a lot and I didn't like it. And I'm actually yeah. like that. That made a, 
it imparted on me that I just want to have roots. Like yeah. I just want to be in a place and stay in a place. But that being said, like I am who I am because of my travel. Yeah. And yeah, I can look back at the times living in Alaska, you know, as many good times that I had, you know, uh, there were a lot of bad things I experienced racially, the same thing in New Mexico, but it also just made me aware of the fact that, you know, the world is bigger than just where I was from, which yeah. is LA. Um, and you meet different people, you know, of all, of all creeds, colors, whatever. And it's just, it just, it just broadens that, that worldview Yeah. where it's like, yeah, you know, there's I, an equal amount of shitty black folk that I've met. Yeah. Uh, that is almost equal to the same amount of shitty white folks that I've met. Sure. But at the same time, I've met great black folks, white folks, and and, and we're all different. You know, yeah. like your surroundings, your environment really is everything. And That's how you huge grow yeah. up, how. Yeah. So it's just like just having that worldview and just knowing that, you know, uh, like not everybody lives and comes up the same way you do. Yeah. And it sounds so basic to say. But I, I do think that there is that thing where it's like, well, what can I have in common with him? Absolutely. He's, of course. I mean, that, that's he like, or she is not. Oh, 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 damn. Hit the, hit the light. He or she is not like me. But then it's like, but it, like traveling, it just and being putting yourself in situations where you're uh, what's the word? Uh, out of not water. awkward, but yeah, out of water. Yeah. yeah. And it's like you end up meeting the best people. Of course. Of course, you know? and and you experience things you wouldn't otherwise. You get to like a look at a different perspective. Like, oh, they yes. value these things, or they don't value these things, or this is how they eat, and this is why they eat these foods because they grew up like this. I mean, that's like we're talking about living on the coasts. You know, if you were born and raised in New York or L.A. in particular, you've, for the most part, unless you you know in just like your own area and you never left your neighborhood, which some people are like that too, I guess. But for yeah, the most a lot part, of people. yeah. But for the most part, most people in L.A. and New York, not that they're, those are the best cities in the world, they're not. But if you're in L.A. or New York, you're just surrounded by diversity. So you just see a lot more. You get like, oh, it's not all about me. It's not all about my wants and needs or it's not just my culture. There's other cultures. And yeah, when you travel, you're like, I remember like, especially if you, it's so important to travel to like non-affluent areas too. Yeah. To really yeah. see what, like when I was in, um, I mean, just most, the most recent travel I did was Costa Rica and you just really get reminded like these people aren't making a ton of money, but they're happy as fuck. The quality of their life is way higher than out here, way higher. They have much less, not that it's, not that it's perfect, but like they value their time with each other. It's not about like things, you yeah. know, I had a friend from Brazil and he was like, yeah, it's cool. Like everybody's pretty poor there, but we're all really like in love with each other. And we, yeah. On the weekend, we just party, we have a good time. And then we, you know, it's, it's not about, we're not so stressed all the time. I mean, obviously this isn't hundred percent, but yeah, no, but yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And that's, that's like the secret sauce Yeah, to living a good life. You know, I mean, you know, <sighs> cliche as it may sound, I mean, money's not everything, yeah. you know, uh, you know, your quality of life, your happiness and your day to day, like that's, that's the value for sure. in the life you live, you know, it's just being happy, waking up in the morning and just saying, you know what, you know, I'm good. I'm, I'm fed. 
Yeah. If you've got a kids or a wife or a husband, whatever, it's like I I've got a good thing here. Like yeah. that's that's what matters, you know. Uh and I sometimes get myself caught up in a situation where I feel like, oh man, like I'm 41, like I should probably be making this amount of money. I should definitely right. have a wife. I should definitely have kids. Right. I ain't got none of that shit. Yeah. But you know what though? I'm here talking to you on the bombcast. Yeah, man. And I'm and I, and I and I feel good. It's like expectations be damned. Like I'm yeah. living my life. Yeah. And I'm exactly. enjoying it. Exactly. I'm enjoying it. I love my friends. I love what I'm doing. And yes, I definitely would like to finally meet uh well not finally, because you know, I had a good woman. But I like to meet a good woman. And yeah, maybe have kids. I'm not too old to have kids. Just gotta find a woman that isn't too old to have kids. And then, yeah, it's, that's the know, benefit. Men can just keep pumping their <laughs> shits out. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. My, I don't. I might need to get on some uh, some hormone pills or something. I don't know. Just stop smoking, man. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true too. <laughs> that is that is a good point. You're right. You're right. Yeah, but yeah. Well, should we get into it? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, this whole went on a whole different uh, tangent that I loved. Me too. Because we we never talk before, like for anybody listening, like me and Graham never talk ahead of these episodes. Yeah, we just start and then <laughs> start talking. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that was good. That was a good conversation that we just had. It was, man. And you know, it's funny too, because like the way we do our podcast since the first episode influenced the way I do like my solo podcast. Poor, like I just start talking i have no concept of what i'm gonna do like almost never sometimes sometimes yeah. i'll think of something but like yeah i just start i just i don't know so i, I love that just but talk. I, I took that from from the way we do it yeah well the way we do it is basically i mean the, the you know the the genesis of this whole show uh we were at the bar uh yep. well, oh, what's that bar in san fernando yeah uh, robin hood was it robin hood it was robin hood. or no it was robin, robin hood. hood yeah or, or, yeah, it, was, we or were was there. it springbok no it was robin hood no, it was Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I think we were there to hang out with Amir. That's right. And yeah, we were. I think Amir was either doing his comedy, which, <laughs> which if he was, and I apologize, Amir, we were at the bar not listening to you, <laughs> but we were just at the bar, just like having drinks and just saying, you know what, our conversations are dope. Like we should just put this. This should be a show. Yeah. And that's what we have. Yeah. And that's what we've done. Yeah. And sh- we are now four episodes. In a row, this baby. will be four episodes in a row, son. In a row. What's up? What's in up? In a row, son. <laughs> <laughs> Look out, Mark Marin and Joe Rogan. We're coming for your asses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're next up. We're next up. We're, ne- um, we're next up. Okay. So we, we had two main things we want to talk about. Um, yeah. So I, since we're kind of like on like a current event tip, there was a big tragedy for the world of music, for the world of hip hop, for just people who love, you know, words and, and, uh, passion. And on Friday, Thursday night, Friday yes. morning. I think, we, yeah, I think it was, I think it was Friday. I didn't hear about it until Saturday, but I think, yeah, Friday. So we lost the great and powerful Earl Simmons, AKA DMX. Uh, I guess he yeah. had, Suffered a heart attack, possibly due to drug use or overdose. He was in a coma for basically the whole week last week and 
you know, on life support, there was no signs of him getting better. So his family made the impossible decision to uh, take him off life support and let him go. Awful. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this gutted me. Yeah. Same. This gutted me. Yeah. I mean, there's a handful of people like musicians who, when they died, like really fucked me up. And this one, I didn't expect, like when I heard like he was in the hospital, like I felt like, man, it's not good. Like he's not healthy. And I don't, I don't think he's going to make it, but like, I hope that he makes it. And I guess that part, the hoping part just kind of like shut my brain off. And then, yeah, like when he went like, yeah, like tears and everything, I was yeah. really, really sad. I still am. Yes. So was I. And, you know, I don't, I don't think, uh, you know, a musician's death, especially like in terms of hip hop has hit me in the way that DM, that DMX is passing as. I think the the closest approximate would be when I found out that Tupac yeah. died, which even his death, like it it mirrors how I felt when I found out that DMX was in the hospital. Yeah. Because like when when you know when Tupac was shot in Vegas, was it 1996? I I was like, okay, Tupac was in a shooting, he's in the hospital. He's lived through this before. And this is me in 1996. I was young. I'm like, yeah. but I'm like, oh, but he's untouchable. Like Tupac's not going to die. Yeah. And when, the, you know, the news came out about him that he had passed, like it just, it shook me. Like it rocked me to yeah. my core because Tupac was that. That's my dude. Yeah. He is my dude. He was yeah. my dude. And I, I felt a similar way when I heard that X was in the hospital for, like you had mentioned, like, I don't know what the cause was they're saying, and uh, allegedly an apparent overdose of whatever. I mean, I know he's had substance abuse, yeah. uh, addiction issues in the past. But even hearing that, I just figured I was like, well, you know, X, like this isn't the first time he's been in trial. Like, he, he's going to kick out. It's, it's DMX. He's going to be OK. And then when the news broke and I, I saw it on my phone, I was like, oh, shit. It's like X is gone. Yeah. Like it hit me in the in the gut, like in the similar way that Pox passing did. Yeah. And uh I mean I've lost as hip hop fans, you know, unfor as as unfortunate and as fucked up as it is, you know, as fans, we've had to deal with the loss of a lot of our favorite yeah. artists. Yeah. Um and almost lot. almost never from old age or it, it's almost never like yeah. that. I mean, there's been a few yeah. you know, disease here and there, but most of the time it's violence. It's violence. Yeah. And I addiction in the case. Well, potentially, I don't, yeah. I don't know about yeah. DMX, but, but it hit, it hit me, it hit me hard, uh, which is the point of it, of the whole thing. And uh, yeah, I, I was, I was just floored. Yeah. Um, Cause DMX really meant a lot to me. As I'm sure he meant a lot to you yeah. and everybody maybe listen. I don't know. But for me, like I remember, like I, I he was like one of those artists that I was on a journey with. Yeah. Um, not that I was there for his early mixtapes or whatever, but I do remember buying an issue of the source. And for all you kids listening, the source was like the hip hop magazine. It was like the Rolling Stone yeah. for hip hop. Yeah. And they had a they had a column in there, the unsigned hype column. And I remember reading, and man, I might have been in 
I think I was. I think I was like a senior in high school where I, I read. I didn't even hear the music. I just read about this guy, DMX, Darkman X. And I was yeah. like, oh, he sounds. I saw the picture of him. I'm like, oh, he looks dope. You know, I was like, all right. And the first thing I heard of him was Get At Me, Dog. <sighs> when he when he put out that that first yeah. uh, single. And yeah. I was like, okay, this is what hip hop needs right yeah. now. Yeah. Because as I'm sure you're aware, and I know you're aware, like at the time that DMX broke onto the scene with that Get At Me Dog, it was like a bastion of grittiness. Yeah. And and just hardness and yeah. just aggression that was not the thing that was in hip hop. Cause like Puffy, especially, especially in New York. That was the the P or the Puff Daddy era when it was yeah. puffy and it was you know mace and every like very bright yeah. shiny everything lots like, of samples of yeah. classic 80s hits like yeah it was like that 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 that's where we were in terms of like mainstream hip-hop and then of yeah. course you had of course you know my my people the no limit soldiers sure uh they were doing their grimy shit for like new orleans but there was no but internet in terms of there was York. no like you, you didn't have like it, in order to be a hip-hop fan at that time like you had to want to be a hip-hop fan you had to really yeah. like be in it to try to find new music and hear new shit otherwise like you were just hearing what you know the, the, what was on the radio that was it that was the only thing you could hear that was it and then you know dmx you know he broke through with that his first album is dark and hell is hell is hot 1998 and I, it was I, like the <laughs> antidote yeah to the shiny suit that's what they, they that's what they were calling this yeah. the, the shiny suit era of hip-hop yeah. and where it's, go ahead oh go go please, please. No, i was just saying like you know to this day, I think it might be, maybe after Reasonable Doubt, I think it's the best debut hip-hop record ever. Like, it is so fucking strong. Every song, not just like the, how good the production is. Yes, the production is good. Like, even Reasonable yeah. Doubt has some weak spots, Memphis Bleak. But like, you know. Oh, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Memphis, if you're listening to this by one Come millionth on, of man. a chance, like, I know you wanted it bad. Dope. It just never happened. It just never happened. <laughs> yeah, I love Memphis Bleak. He's all right. He's all right. I don't hate yeah. him. But you know yeah. those those moments on the record definitely detract from what was going on with Jay. Yeah. Um. And but that it's dark and hell is hot is top to bottom. I mean, aside from skits, I hate skits. But like outside of that, it it's so strong. And you made the comparison with like Pac's death and DMX's death. And I think why that's so potent is that why Pac touched people the way he did, aside from how talented he was as a writer and a rapper, was just how vulnerable he was and yeah. how honest he was. And DM and so if you're going to draw a comparison between two rappers, you can not musically because they're fucking polar opposites in yeah, how they made yeah. music, but like the vulnerability and the honesty on both of them can stand shoulder to shoulder. I agree. I yeah. agree. Uh, that, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, the vulnerability and just their openness and their honesty about who they were. And their faults. Like, like Pac and DMA. And their faults. Yeah, yeah. everything. Like, yeah. they were just themselves. Yeah. They were themselves. Uh, they never, pres I mean... I will, in terms of Tupac, I, I do think yeah he, he got caught up in on, the gangster shit. He yeah. got caught up in the whole death row bullshit. But, yeah. But prior to that, it's like yeah, they, these these were two artists who were just very they were vulnerable. They 
they put their emotion into the music. Yeah. And, you know, in terms of like musically, although they were different. Yeah. The one thing that they both shared in common, Tupac and DMX, was that like these two cats, man, like they were so uh, pure in their in their emotions when they did their music. Yeah. You know, whether it was a just a grimy cut, a bullshit, whatever, made for the radio cut. It was like you could always feel them. Yeah. Like you could believe them that they were reciting this. Yeah. Authentic. That they were reciting these lyrics like they believed it. Yeah. And that's something that I've always appreciated and not just hip hop, but in any kind of music. It's like that that I can get a sense that you wrote this, you believe this, and I'm feeling the emotion yeah. from this. And and X, man, like he he had that in spades. In so, spades. I mean, so unique. Just the sound of his voice, you know, fucking every, everything was so unique. And the production, like I'd never heard that type of production before, too. Like yeah. really dark. And um it I'm was glad. I mean, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Finish your thought. Finish no, your I, was thought. Saying, I just I, I had never heard. I mean, I guess the closest I could relate it to would be like that Mob Deep record had very dark sounding beats. Yeah. Um. So I guess that would be the closest thing I could I could, I'd heard. But yeah. man. But OK, so I agree with you. I think the the difference between it, cause I, I wanted to go into the production, especially on is dark and, and hell is hot. Like Mob Deep's beats were dark and foreboding and just grimy. Yeah, but they were, but they also fell within that kind of traditional wheelhouse of like East Coast boom bap. Right, 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 right. Yeah, there was very little light and shade. It was yeah, pretty monotone. Yeah, but the thing which I which I liked. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Mob Deep. Like, hey, for anybody listening, if you haven't listened to, it's the Infamous, right? That's the Infamous. Record. Infamous. If that record in particular, like, if you're yeah. if you like hip hop and you want like probably one of the most gutter records you can ever hear yeah. with real real fucking rap um yeah the infamous is is amazing it's it's it's, it's in my top 10 i mean sure. in, rest in peace of prodigy he yeah. passed away a couple years ago from sickle cell yeah which my mom actually had mm-hmm. uh but yeah yeah mob deep fantastic yeah but with dmx like his first album like a lot of not every track but a lot of the production on there it it actually sounded like a movie score yes like yes. it was so operatic and, and the way cinematic. that it would build yeah, yeah cinematic yeah. like it was like that's a great point yeah it, it was it was like holy shit like these songs were like build to a crescendo and even the way he 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 writes in pictures like you listen to like um you know how's it going down or crime story or yeah. i mean any fucking track on that record in particular and it, it just like you said it's 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 so vivid. It's like you're it's watching. It's cinematic. It's cinematic. It, you're watching a movie. It's cinematic. Like like listening to that. Listening to his first album is like you being transported to, uh, to New York, uh, where he was at doing the things he was doing in the lead up to the fact that he was able to record this album. Like it just puts you there. Yeah. And you know the production. It was uh, Dame Grease did a lot of it. Who is a fantastic producer yeah did you see the documentary that they put out for biggie on netflix no, no uh i forget the name but it came out a couple of months ago it's really good okay and 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 uh was it dame grease it was dame grease yeah dame 
Dame Grease was interviewed for that because he did some stuff with uh for Biggie's first album. And you know, it's yeah, check check that documentary out. Okay. It's great. I forget Sweet. the name of it, but just put in Biggie <laughs> on Netflix, you'll see it. But the the so from Dame Grease to you know Swiss Beats got yeah. he got on because of this album. Yeah. Um, the production was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And it was, phenomenal. you know, there wasn't a lot of stuff, there wasn't a lot of stuff coming out in New York. I mean, it changed a little bit after Dr. Dre because he, he was the first person in hip hop to be like, no, no, my records are going to sound clean and like really, really amazing. He was the first one to be like, no, no it's, it can be gangster as fuck, but it doesn't have to sound grimy. Yeah. And, uh, but it's still in New York at that time, aside from Puffy, like a lot of the rap still, it just didn't have... It, it didn't marry both of those things. It wasn't both really street and both really clean production. But this DMX record, it absolutely had both. It, I mean, it's as hard as you can get. Yeah. And it's still, it's very clean to listen to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, uh, like his, <laughs> his first album was, uh, it came out in 1998. I started college, CSUN, in 1997. And I think it came out maybe like my second semester. So it was still technically my first year. Like that first, his first album, and I'm I'm aging myself, but like I'd go to the gym and I, I remember I, I remember the day I bought the CD, went to Tower Records that's no longer there across the street from the Northridge Mall. Rest in peace, Tower Records, except for the one in Japan. Y'all good. <laughs> uh, but I went there and I got, it's dark and hell is hot. And I'm sure it was a Tuesday. So I picked up whatever no limit release came out that day too. <laughs> but I, I went home, I went back to my dorm and I just put the headphones on and I just started listening to it. And I was like, okay, shit. Like I didn't have a disc man. I still had my Walkman yeah. at the time, but I'm like, I'm making a workout playlist. And I basically just started it and just said, hit record. Yeah. Like that's all I needed to yeah. do. Yeah. And for that full year, like that was a soundtrack of my life was like listening to to that first album. And it just, it was at that point where I'm like, you know, he could put out garbage the rest of his career. Yeah. But he put out this. Just so people it, understand. Yeah. Just so people understand, like, because I know if you got into hip hop in the last, I don't know. 10 15 years dmx wasn't at the top anymore um like his last record was in like 2012 but he had already like that's after he had had a lot of turmoil and struggles yeah. with addiction and shit so if you if you didn't if you weren't paying attention then or you weren't alive then or whatever maybe you were too young or whatever just for reference just so you understand the cultural impact like his first five albums were number one and yeah. each of them went diamond platinum at least once like he was even commercially a fucking monster. I mean, this, you know, his tweeted, first, his, not not to not to cut you off. His no, no. first two albums released in the same calendar year. Yeah, it's dark. It's dark and hell is hot and flesh, and flesh, flesh of my, of my flesh. flesh. Same year, both hit number one. Like, and and I I tweeted this the other day, but because you know we'll get to it in a second, but going through his catalogs like even i forgot how many hits there were yeah and yeah. and I, i'll say this unequivocally i i don't believe there's another artist especially definitely not in hip-hop 
uh, you, I guess you could argue Pac maybe, but like I don't think there's another artist in hip hop whose hits are as hard as the rest of the record. Most yes. of the time, they'll put out like you know a, a pop friendly record to get on, which is fine. You got to do what you got to do, and the rest of the record might be really hard. DMX, no compromise. His hits <laughs> are hard as fuck, and yes. they're, and, and and they're like normally like if you do like what we're about to do. You'd go like, ah, I don't want to put the hits on because I'm kind of they're kind of cheesier. I'm over them. But in this, I was like, no, the hits can stay. They can make the list. Like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, I I saw that tweet that you put out about yeah. that, and I I think I I replied to it. Yeah, and it was like that is exactly like, your tweet was basically what I was trying to formulate in my head. But you you worded it perfectly. It's so and wild, it, man. And it, it's like yes, it's like this guy. It's almost like when DM like you know uh, up in here. Uh, whatever Rough Riders anthem, like whatever yeah. banger club hit that he had, it was almost like DMX was like giving these amazing beats, and he's like, even the chorus is like, oh, up in here, or yeah. X gonna give it to you, whatever. Uh, but what? It was it was almost name? like he was like, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna do my shit. Uh, put any kind of beat on top <laughs> of what I'm writing, yeah, because I'm not dumbing this shit down at all. A true and like, like a. a- powerhouse powerhouse yeah and, and like and you were so right like all of these hits that every like club goers know like if you actually listen to what he's saying like oh, that man. is some gangsta ass shit yeah. like and usually not about <laughs> what the no. course is <laughs> no <laughs> and i love them for that yeah it's like this guy made you know charting singles top five top three and still maintained his integrity, his exness. He never dumped anything down for the radio. Never. There it was, was almost like nothing. Nothing. Nothing like, was ever to, dumped down for the radio. You know, like some of the, I mean, the great, I mean, J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar are obviously the pillars of rap right now. Yeah. And, and, and they are, they are. And they're incredible. I know you're not that hot on them, but they're legitimately amazing. But even for them, I like when, J. Cole. When they first, when, I, know, I know you're not a Kendrick guy, but when when they first came out, they had to dumb down their radio signals, singles. Like they yeah. had to make industry records, which is fine. DMX never did that shit. Not even Jay-Z, the only the, his first hit had to be Big Pimpin'. Like he couldn't get on being I know. raw. He had to be, you know, he had to fit into the Diddy era. Although, although, you know, no, nah, that's nah, that's true. I mean, Jay Z figured was, it out. was the hit. I, th- I think Jay Z figured it out uh, after that second album with old Sunshine. Remember that song, Sunshine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all that. that song. Like, to- you you love it? Yeah, that song? it's that a song. dancing song. It's good. I hate that, but that was him basically dun, 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 like capitulating to the radio. Yeah, but I do think Jay Z got better at that. I think Big Pimpin works. Yeah, as, but yes, I sold five a, mil and I ain't been rhyming like common sense. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a club <laughs> hit, but it also stays true to to what Jay Z does. But like DMX was like, motherfucker, I don't, yeah, party up in here. Okay, I'm not well, budging. I'm, at I'm still all. murking motherfuckers yeah. on this track. Yeah, like I'm still. <laughs> there's gonna be bodies left over. Yeah, by the time that I'm done drop, with this song, shut them down, open up, shot. Like, yeah, he he was just so raw with it, man. I, I saw this really funny thing um, on, I think it was Twitter. Trevor Noah, the the Daily oh, yeah. Show guy. He, he the made, South African, the South African. Yeah, he made this amazing comment about DMX. He was like, DMX was so good that he barked like a dog on his songs, and nobody thought that was weird. 
Like nobody yeah. questioned it. It was like, okay, that's fine. Cause he, that's how good he was that he could bark like a literal dog. And it was like, this is great. <laughs> this is great. And not only was it great, it was a callback to Boomer. Yeah. His dog yeah. that had died before his album came out. That's, that, that's a tattoo that he had on his back, Boomer. And I loved as a dog uh, fan myself and as someone who grew up with dogs, that's I think that's even before I heard his music, like uh, I think one of the things that endeared me to DMX was like how much he would talk about Boomer. Yeah. And and how like his dog like and that that did and Boomer just imparted that on him in his music, the growling. Yeah. Uh, the well, Boomer shout like, outs. That bronchial me, asthma dog. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So it made uh, you just used it like, fuck it, I'll use it. And like there's so many songs, you know, where whether like especially when he's like a feature yeah on either his own like a like you know it's like like blackout or niggas and started something where he's the last person to rhyme mm -hmm. and he always comes through with that yeah that, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah the little growl of like yeah. oh here comes x that's here just comes so x. hard that's just so hard man i just i just love that uh yeah. he was the man he yeah. is the man he really is just i mean if he if Obviously, if you if you know DMX, then you're you're riding with us. But if you're unfamiliar, start with his first record. It's dark and hell is hot, and um, you know, and even later, like after when you get to like Great Depression and Great Champ, and uh, yeah, Grand Champ, Grand Champ. Thank you. Yeah. Um, the the entire records aren't as solid as you know the first couple, but they're still tremendous songs on yeah, those yeah. records too. Like don't count it out because you know, he got older and you know, more, you know, struggling with the addiction stuff. Like he, there's amazing stuff there too. Yeah. You ain't lying about that. Uh, I mean, his output definitely like from album to album to album in terms of like the albums themselves. Yeah. Maybe were not as good as the ones that came before it, but he always gave you at least one or two songs that were just bangers always, that just always. knocked. Where it's like that's the X that I'm yeah. used to hearing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, man. I rest in peace, Darkman X. And for those of you who didn't know, DMX Darkman X. That's what it stands for. But uh, he was a guy that is imprinted on me as a fan of hip hop and as like just in yeah. my in my my own personal being like yeah and i and i have all of his albums the cds and they're all in my in the garage and i'm like fuck like i want to listen to this but i i don't want to go fishing through boxes trying mm -hmm. to find them so i just in the in the this past weekend i just bought them again wow. digitally hell yeah the mp3s i'm like i gotta hear this i went to the gym today and just banging DMX, and I was throwing weights around like fucking Hercules. Yeah, man. Hercules, Hercules. Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny too? Like, you know, obviously personally, we both have a relationship with DMX, but even our friendship, like, we met at THQ, and so the first things we connected on were like video games and movies through we were playing the bomb, the game bomb. But the other thing that really connected us was music in particular hip hop and there were two artists that like really brought us together and one was Lil Wayne and the other was yeah, DMX. Yeah. Like those yep. were like I remember when we first started hanging out in my car, like driving around and I 
had it's dark and hell is hot and i remember like both like you've been like what the fuck and like we had an instant connection just because like we oh, we both listen to this shit too yes yeah we both have good taste both got good taste man <laughs> and it, we both got good taste and, and that is funny because like uh the the rise of lil wayne the carter two era lil uh, wayne dedication that's era. me and you definitely were like okay yeah lil wayne he might be the best fucking ever like at, at the time shit, man nobody at the time, fucked with at the him. Time. nobody yeah because it was not only the carter two but like all the mixtapes oh that he was God, coming out man. with it was just like one fucking banger of a mixtape after the other and like unstoppable unstoppable and i was a guy that you know i mean i'm no limit not that i you know wave any kind of flag i mean i do have a tattoo to my arm but i love no limit i was not oh shit i hit my my desk <laughs> i was like I heard Lil Wayne, you know, the Hot Boys and everything like that. But like he was an artist that was young and weird in hip hop. You know, it's like, but I guess it makes sense. But like usually in hip hop, you start out with your first and you're great. And then it's like a slow decline from there. Right. Lil Wayne started so young that he couldn't help but just get better yeah. over time. Yeah. And then he just, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't fuck with him that much anymore. But Same. But, but during but that, that time. That era from like. The Carter, the dedications, you know, prefix suffix, the drought series, you know, the like father, like son, like that whole fucking chunk of I don't know five, six, seven years. Yeah, what was that? It was I don't even think it was that long. I think it was maybe just five years. I think it 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 ended with the release of the Carter Three. Yeah, not that that album was bad, but I think half of it's good. Yeah, but after that is when it's like okay, yeah, yeah, but. So I know I know you got to go. So yeah. we don't have time to do. Do you want to? We can release this episode, and then maybe if on Friday you have time, we can do Falcon and Winter Soldier, and we can do the last three episodes. Uh, yeah, Friday? that works. That works. Okay. And and also I yeah we we have to end it here. I got I got. I'm sorry, everybody. I got a, a meeting with Yokohama. Do you have time but, for your list? You got a, you got a few minutes. You got time for your list or no? I mean I I do, but I really kind of feel like I'm going to talk a it. lot about it. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, Let's just put a, we can put a stop on this one. How long is your meeting? Is it a long meeting? It shouldn't be. We can pick it back up if you want. Let me know. Let's just pick let it back know. up. Okay. Let's pick it back up. Right. So we're, we're going to take a do, quick break. Do, yes. Quick break. There you go. Do, yeah. like, do your editing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Wizardry, and B, we'll pick it back B's up. He's going to do some adulting and then we'll come yes. back and we'll talk more about this. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Perfect. All right, brother. Just hit me up whenever you're done. Okay. All right, brother. It should be like an hour. No worries. No worries. All right. All, All right. right. Cool, man. Peace. 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 All right. Well, we're back. Brian had uh, a work con- to do. A conniption. <laughs> <laughs> I had a conniption. Thank you for, yeah, you're being too kind. I, I had to vent to uh, to Graham here. And Graham being the uh, fantastic guy that he is, he gave me his ear. So I appreciate that, brother. Always, man. I'm glad we can do that for each other. I was able, while you were working, I was able to get a workout in. You inspired me to work out, you and DMX. Because um, I didn't do my workout today. Oh, yeah? So I had, yeah, I was able to take the 45 minutes and, and go in. So Oh, well, nice. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah. Well, what'd you do? What'd you, uh, what were you? I did, um, so I supersetted uh, pull-ups and push-ups. So I did six pull-ups and then 20 push-ups. And I did that five rounds, no breaks in between. And then I supersetted chest dips and body weight rows, 10 and 10. And I did that five times, no rest. And then I did, um, for an ab circuit, I did uh, hanging knee raises. So I did 10 to the left, 10 to the right, 10 in the middle. And then I dropped down 
and I took a 40 pound kettlebell and I did like reverse plank crunches where you're on your back, you stretch out and you need a. I wish I wish this is an audio podcast, but I wish everybody could see uh, Graham's uh, his his description of what he was just doing there. That looks in kinda, my chair. That looks painful. Yeah, and <laughs> then like, and then uh, ten Russian sit ups on each side, and I did that sequence twice. Oh wow, you did all that in forty minutes. Yeah, man. I knew I didn't have a long time, and I wanted to get it in. And like I said, man, you inspired me. You telling me that you hit the weights hard. Yeah. And uh, us just talking about you know DMX. DMX and made me go. Yeah. You put DMX on, man. You you'll throw. Of course, I did. You'll throw of weights course. around like fucking Hercules, man. I'm telling yep. you. I'm telling yep. you. Yep, it felt good, man. It felt good, and I, I I'm serious, man. I had you and him in my mind the whole time, like thinking about putting the work in, and and it, it uh, yeah, it allowed me to do it. All right, my man, my man. Good so on thank you, man. Thank you, brother. Good on you. So I feel a little better. But that's good. That's good. Yeah. I know you don't, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll get there. I'll get there. The, yeah. The longer we talk, I'll I'll. The frustration that I'm feeling will hopefully uh, dissipate. Did I, say, yeah. did I say that word right? Dissipate? Yeah. 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 Uh, um, no, it's pronounced dipset. 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 <laughs> so wait, now, I, I was actually, I was curious too. Is a white claw refreshing? Have you never had a white claw? Never had a white claw. What the fuck's wrong with you, dog? Damn, that was like some real disgust you were looking at me like, you that is of shit. You've never had a white claw? Nah. I'm gonna see because I gotta I gotta order groceries tomorrow. I'm gonna see if I can Instacart it. Bruh, bruh. I, what is it? I'm I'm about to take off my headset. I don't know if I can talk <laughs> to you anymore. And I had enough I, of this bullshit. No, this is funny because like I I have my I have other friends who give me shit for drinking white claws, and I say, "Well, motherfucker, how much you weigh?" <laughs> Thank you. White claws are good. White claws are good. Uh, Let me see white claw. I mean, honestly, look, I, I like I love my beer. Don't get me wrong. I mean, beer get it delivered from Sprouts. Yeah. Okay. You never okay, had so a white. Go ahead. So, so yeah, so no. white claws—they're just, uh, you know, they're spiked, sparkling water. It's got a. Uh, I'm looking at my can now. Five uh, percent alcohol, a hundred calories. Damn. That's great. Yeah, that's why I drink them. You know how you think I keep this this velt figure? You know, I just I just figured you were bulimic or something. Nah, well. No, no, it's the it's the white claws, man. I throw huh. weights around, I lift, and I I have my white claws. Only thing I will say, you know, uh, the lemon, like I said, the lemon lime, <laughs> lemon not, not the it. not the best flavors. Well, they got grapefruit. I'm down. I I mean, I do the that, ruby like, grapefruit is good. Ruby grapefruit, I, mango, and watermelon are the okay. fucking bee's knees. Because I make that here. Like I'll do like sparkling water, vodka, and then I'll squeeze grape juice or grapefruit oh. juice. I mean. Well, they, oh, well, dude, you're making your own white claws. That's, well, I didn't that's... know I could just buy the shit, though. But that's all it is, you know? Okay. That sounds good. It's cheap, though. Yeah, they, yeah, they're, they're affordable. It's like a six-pack is like nine ninety nine. Yeah, I see this 18... Is it 18-pack? 12-pack for 18 bucks. Oh, uh, you can get it cheaper than that. Oh, for real? Is there a, um, like, a Rite Aid near you? Yeah. Rite Aid, fifteen ninety nine special all the fucking time. Okay, I just I'm bought, head over tomorrow for a twelve for a twelve pack. I just I just got a twelve pack earlier today. Okay, I'm gonna head over tomorrow. Yeah, but make sure you get because they have they diff, they have two or maybe three different uh, flavor packs. Okay, if they have it, try to get the one with the watermelon. Watermelon. Oh, I see it right here. Yeah, that's the one. Okay, watermelon, one. pineapple, passion fruit, and mango. Oh shit! 
Oh, you didn't know. Oh, now I'm now whoa, I'm teaching whoa, whoa. you. Whoa, now wait. I'm teaching you. Wait, no, no. That, is that is that all in the same twelve pack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh shit. Yeah, here, look. All right, that's a new twelve pack that I'm not a, I'm mm. not used to. Oh, those truly, man. That's not White Claw. Oh, that's truly. Oh, that's weird. I can't read. I guess that's the knockoff shit. I mean, oh, it's, still, it's still pretty good too. It's still pretty good too. Oh, okay, White Claw. Okay, no, this one says tangerine. I'm about to lemon, say I know my flavors. I know my flavors. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. That's not in the watermelon pack. Okay, <laughs> tangerine sounds good though. Tangerine's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, tangerine sounds good. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna check it out tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, dude, they're great. They're great, and they right. they go down easy. You know, you can have like three, four, five, ten of them, and you're and you're good. <laughs> And you're good. If you have 10, your body's like 50% alcohol. That's good. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, shit. All right. So we do we want to get into our DMX songs or you want to do Falcon and Winter Soldier? No, no. Let's, let's do DMX and then let's do, let's recap the last episodes three, four, five. Three, three four. On Friday. Oh, okay. five will come out by Friday. Oh, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that, yeah. That sounds good to yeah. me. So we'll just make this a DMX spectacular. All right. I just got a message from work. Let me just check this real quick. Oh, yeah, quick. go ahead. I'm going to do I'll, this. I'll, I'll talk while you're doing that. Um, so Brian hit me up the other day, I think on Saturday or Sunday, and um, he was like, hey, for the episode, let's do uh, top five DMX songs. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, that sounds super hard. And uh, so he was like, yeah, it, it sounds really hard. So anyway, like text a little bit back and forth. And I was like, man, I don't think I can do five. And he was like, well, you know, if you got to throw in a couple more, he's like, I'm probably going to throw in a couple more. I was like, good, because there's no way I can do five. So we settled on <laughs> we settled on top 10 DMX songs. Um, you settled on top 10. I stuck with my five. Did you really stick with five? I did, but I'm but it's I can I mean, I can chop my list in half. No, 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 no. You do you do you do the song that you picked. <laughs> Okay. Um, and in I'm fact, doing top 10. And in fact, because, you know, this was my idea, I feel like a complete dick because I you didn't do I it. waited till the very last you minute <laughs> to put my list together. And I was like, OK, I got to I got to figure out five songs. But it wasn't hard okay. for me. I'm like, they, they came like once I started going through it, like immediately I had 30 songs and I was like, oh, fuck, how do I. So that's why I thought it was so hard. Cause like, I don't want to chop these down. You had 30. But, I mean, oh, wow. I, just right away. I just thought of like. Cause I have like a DMX playlist on my Spotify from years ago and there's like four hours of music on there. <laughs> so I just like scrolled through it and I was like, this one, this one, this one, this one. Um, okay. So you did top five, right? I did do top five. Okay. So I did top 10. So I'll, I'll say my bottom five and, okay. then, and then we'll alternate on the top five. All right. All right. Okay. Now I'll say this. Now I do think that we're probably There's going to be a lot of overlap. I would imagine. For sure. For sure. Unless maybe my list is, so much doper than yours that there won't be right right like mine's like really mainstream and yours is like <laughs> no i know really i know you man you're, you're about album cuts just like me for sure for sure but like i said you could pick dmx's hits and you'll still be in good shape you know there's this is yeah. one of the only artists like you know i judge people like if they go like like with classic rock like the music i grew up on hard 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 if they go like, oh, yeah, I'm really into classic rock. Like, I like Stairway to Heaven and, uh, you know, Paranoid by Black Sabbath. And, like, they just, they only name the hits. Like, those are all great songs. But if they only name the hits, I'm like, all right, I mean, it's good for you. But, like, you know, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Um, same thing. If people are like, yeah, I really like uh, Jay-Z. Like, you know, Big Pimpin' and uh, Hard Knock Life. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a 
Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you, who are you talking Mr. to right now? That's what I call music, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call Jay-Z. <laughs> Yeah, I really like that song he did with Beyonce. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Although Money so Cash Shows, which featured DMX, is a fucking banger of a classic. It's so it's, fucking yeah. hard, man. Yeah. You know, even with Jay-Z, like the hits, you'd be okay with those yeah. two. I mean, like they're mainstream, but like they're still good. But but yeah, uh, they're mainstream, but they, but it's still, you still get that Jay-Z lyricism. Yeah, even in the the mainstream uh, club Without hits, he does yeah. not phone in with the lyricism. Honestly, I guess that's kind of true with like any real rapper. Like if you, like even if there's the song is kind of you know poppy and whatever, and you're not into it. Like usually they're still rapping. Yeah, yeah. So you can at least appreciate it. Like appreciate, yeah, the art of it. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, at least you know they still went in. Like he still tried to rap. In this whack ass song, yeah, <laughs> I feel that way about a lot of like that. You know, it's weird. I was listening to um, it came on. I don't know how I heard it because I don't really listen to this record like that. But um, some Eminem song where Pink sings on the hook. I don't know how it came on. Maybe it showed up on my Spotify. I think I know the song you're talking about, but I, for the life of me, I cannot. And I won't back. Down, yeah. That song. Okay, so I don't like the beat. I don't like the hook. But I, I, I don't know why. I was just actually like really listened to it. And that motherfucker is rapping his fucking ass off in that song. And I'm like, why did you go so hard in this whack ass song? <laughs> like, <laughs> this song is not, I mean, it's good. It's a good song. I get where people like it. But like, it's not some rap shit. I think, yeah, I, he, I know that song. That's, that's a good song. But M, that's what I'm saying. But it's M, a good song. But M doesn't, like, he goes off. Lyrically, he's a monster. All of his shit. He's a fucking monster. Yeah, like he's exactly what we're talking about. Like uh, yeah. a pop hit, whatever. It's like I'm still gonna show my skill. Yeah, I don't give a shit that it's gonna be top forty, top ten on the radio. It's like yeah. I'm still gonna be M. Like yeah, it's and I don't know. Like I mean, he's always been good since he came out, and like in particular, like the Marshall Mathers LP and the Eminem show. Those two records are like holy shit. This is amazing stuff. Um. And then, you know, obviously deep into drugs and he still put out good music, but there's a lot of like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. But the last three records he's put out, Kamikaze and then the two music to be murdered by records. There's a bunch of the music I don't like, like a bunch of the production I don't like as as usual. Yeah. But like his skill of rapping, it doesn't even make sense. Like double, triple, quadruple entendres, like crazy yeah. cadence, splitting syllables up. He's doing shit. I've... I think he's the best rapper. Like, nobody's better than him. He's not my favorite rapper, but, like, he's the best. Like, I've never heard anybody rap better than how he's rapping now. Uh, I'm serious. Just on how I, fucking nuts it is. Uh, I mean, look, I love, like, I think, but love. I respect, like, Eminem is fucking great. Yeah. He is great. Uh, and he's one of those guys, like you were mentioning, uh, it's 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 a it's a rarefied uh, space to occupy for me as a fan of hip hop, where it's like I can just get down with an artist lyrically, in spite of how whack their beats are. Absolutely. Where it's like I don't give a shit that I yep. don't like the beat. Yep. I'm just so infatuated, and I'm just so in the zone of listening to him spit 
where yeah. the music is like, yeah. I mean, obviously, you, you like it to be better, but if it's not, I don't care. I'm just listening yeah. to this guy. Eminem is one of those guys for me. Yeah. Same. So I, so he's definitely like fucking just incredible. I don't know. I don't know if I would say he's the best, best, uh, but he's up there for sure. Like, I think there's. I don't know. I think you could put a lot of people like in. I, mean, I don't care like who's better or whatever. But like, right, I think right, you could put right. a lot of people on the same level. I just don't think there's anybody better, like doing it better. There's people that level, like in yeah. that caliber. I just don't think it, like I don't know when I when you're breaking down like just the lyrics and the bars, like what the fuck is going on in this dude's head? Like I wish yeah. he would have better beats, but you know. Anyway, I digress. No, but yeah, that is that is true though. I mean, his image. I mean, he's fucking he's a monster. He's fucking good. He's really yeah, good. Yeah, he's really good. He's really good. I mean, because I'm, I'm trying to think, like, who's better. So, I mean, but 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 it, like you said, I mean, better. Just, yeah. I don't, I don't like using that term either, but like. Uh, but if you're just talking about, like, the skill equal of Equal plane. Equal plane. Yeah. You know, someone that can sit on that same level that he's at. Uh, big. Jay-Z, I think. Yeah, totally. Uh, I think Big L. Fucking A, man. Um, And if y'all don't know Big L. A guy oh. that was talking about a guy. Oh, shit, this whole episode is like a downer. We're just talking about people who died. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Big L, he, he he died in like the the late nineties, but he was the guy from Harlem that was fucking that dude. Yeah. Uh, his first album, Lifestyles of the Rich, and fuck man, what was it? Lifestyles of the Rich and and Dangerous and Dangerous yeah. is a classic album. Um. So yeah, I mean, I I, I put all the and, and 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 came up at the same. It was like him and Jay. And big, at the same time, and big, yeah, and big, and they were all gonna blow at the same time. Yep. And then Big L got murdered, and yeah, off of, oh, because of uh, some beef that his brother had yeah. with another cat, and they ended up killing Big L. Um, but yeah, fuck. And 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 to be fair, like as witty and technical and amazing as Jay and Big R were, Big L probably more witty than both of them yes. as far as just like lyrical like lyric playing lyrically yeah like he, he he was he would fuck them up i think so i think so and i and, that, and those are two good comparisons because it's like yeah he's equal parts big equal parts j yeah but better than both yeah <laughs> i think i think and i know people are probably gonna be you know flame us for for saying that because i mean big is great he is of course but, but he came up in a time where I'm, I'm sure he had to have known about big l even though you know different yeah. Uh, what was it? Big L was in Brooklyn, you know, Big L in Harlem, whatever. But just if not better, equal to yeah. the uh, lyricism of both of those guys. I think it would be safe to say that both Jay and Big would look at Big L like not not equal. Like they had to they had to work harder yeah. to maintain the competition with him. You you know you know who John Cena is, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, wrestler now, yeah, can't see me now. He's doing his uh, suicide squad thizzle, all uh, right, in a couple of uh, weeks, actually. Uh, so I will never say anything bad about John Cena unless he does some like heinous shit, like whatever. Let's hope he doesn't do that. Some uh, Hulk Hogan stuff, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, he oh, this yeah. motherfucker better not. Fucking Mr. Thugonomics, hip hop, white guy. <laughs> it's like if 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 he says nigga, I uh-uh, <laughs> no. But I bring it up because like he did, like he dropped an album in the early two thousands. 
Okay. An actual album. And I remember I was reading Double XL, the hip hop magazine at the time. They did like a, like a small little interview with him. And I'm like, oh, here's that rapper dude. And I, and I liked seeing it when he was doing the whole rapper gimmick. But I'm like, they got this motherfucking Double XL. Like, he ain't a real rapper. Like, whatever the fuck. But I read it uh, before I, I listened to his album, actually, which is not that bad. But I read the article. And they were talking about, you know, artists that he uh, was a fan of and, like, respected, whatever. He mentioned Big L. Oh, shit. And when I saw that, I was like, oh. Wow. Okay. Wow. And, then, and this was after, you know, Big L had, had died. And I was like, all right. Like, that's a deep cut. Because Big L was not, like, you, unless you were, like, really deep into, like, hip-hop yeah. and, like, knew this shit. Yeah. Like, Big L is not a name you would know. And the fact even, that John even Cena. Even now. Even now, yeah. Yeah. But the fact that John Cena would name drop him as like somebody that he was a fan of and respecting uh, everything, I was like, hmm. okay, Cena. All right, good on him. Good All on right, him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I won't boo you so much yeah, when yeah, I see yeah. you at WrestleMania. But yeah, I mean, if anybody, and, you know, we, we mentioned Mob Deep, like just being like really kind of street and gutter and real grimy sounding and raw fucking rap. Uh, Big L had that quality too. Also, with like really good production and and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, and man, we're going all the place. Speaking of Mob Deep, so as much as I love Mob Deep, uh, <laughs> the thing that I love most about them, Prodigy and Havoc, those are the two guys in Mob Deep. Prodigy and Havoc is that they, I discovered Big Noid from Mob Deep. Are you familiar oh, with Big yeah. Noid? The name, I, uh, Big Noid. He was an affiliate from the Queensbridge, and he was, like, on their album. Oh, okay, okay, maybe I've just heard the name in that respect, yeah. Big Noid is the fucking man, dude. Like, really? Yes, yes, yes. I, I honestly, I, 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 I like Big Noid better than Prodigy or Havoc. Yo. He's he's the fucking man, dude. Uh, he had an album. I have his album, his first couple. Um, but he was one of those guys that. So he was he was like featured on. I I, I think it might have been their second album. I don't know if it was okay. uh, Infamous, or he might have been on that too. But his voice, almost like a DMX, uh, mm. not the commanding kind of gravelly voice that X had, but it was yeah. like Big Noise voice was like like nasally almost. Okay. But was but in a good way. And was very distinctive. And like you heard a big noise track, like you know who the fuck that is. But nice. he, but he could get down lyrically. And he's he's the fucking man, dude. Like Okay. I'm gonna check him out. But he I don't think he blew up bigger than he did because as soon as like when he was on that feature for uh, for Mob Deep, he he was one of them rappers that was constantly going in out of jail. And mm. that just stymied, you know, his uh potential uh career as far as like being more mainstream and known but just fucking new york to the oh, i'm gonna check them out to the bone man there's another amazing they i think they only put out one record they were a, a duo um from new york called binary star who they put out a record called master of the universe i think in like 2000 maybe 2001 that is that sounds um, familiar the, it, one of my favorite hip-hop records i mean very new york you know hip-hop sound it's not um not not commercial but like just really good old school but like you know not like you know big daddy kane old school but like yeah. old school new york rap um binary star f fantastic shit man really really good 
All right. I'll have to check yeah, that out. I, out. Yeah, that, that name definitely sounds familiar. They're great. Uh, all right. So I, I just I just did a quick Google for Big Noid because I'm the best at Google searches. Yeah, yeah we, we established this last time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so his his first album was uh, came out in 1996, Episodes okay. of a Hustler. Okay. And so he was on The Infamous and he was actually okay. on songs like their earlier songs, too. But yeah, uh, Big Noid, Episodes of a okay, Hustler. I, see it right here. I got this album. I stole it, but I didn't steal it. I just had a hookup at a warehouse. Uh, okay. Me and my homeboy Daryl did. And this is one of the albums that I took. And I I spent I, I spun this more than any. I walked away from warehouse with like 30 CDs. Yeah. Uh, but this was the one that I. I bumped the most. It's the production, because yeah, the, a lot well, of the guys a lot of, did a lot of havoc production. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. all havoc production. He was an affiliate. He was an affiliate okay. of the mob. You know, I'm gonna check it out. But his voice, man, oh, dude, like yeah. just distinctive, just distinctive. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm pumped to hear it. Then I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. All right. So before we get into this list, I just want to say because like, I mentioned like new rappers, and I don't know, but for me, the best current rappers right now are jid and reason if you're not listening to jid and reason you're wrong you're wrong i i was i had nothing to contribute as soon as you said current rappers, rappers you're listening yeah. to i'm like i don't okay. even know who's current okay jid is on dreamville he's on j cole's record he can rap his ass off he makes great What's his songs name? jid 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 yeah he's fucking fucking great like really really mean? great what? I don't know. Just into detox. Yeah, that's what it means. Very good. Just, <laughs> I'm Jen. I'm, what was the last letter? D. Jen. I'm not, that doesn't make any sense. Okay. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jangly, itchy, <laughs> dong. Um, <laughs> and, and, uh, and Reason, who's on um, TDE. Uh, like Kendrick and um, yeah, J Rock and Top Absolute Dog. That, I know that Top, Top Dog, Dog yeah. Entertainment. Yeah, reason. Uh, and, and you know, Isaiah Rashad is on. I mean, everybody on TDE and Dreamville are. I mean, you can't go wrong anywhere. But like in particular, those two guys, JID and Reason. Um, and Reason's from out here. I think he's from Inglewood, Long Beach. Yeah, I he's mean, LA. Top, he's Top LA. Dog's LA. Yeah, yeah, he's LA. He's great. Where's JID? Anyway. Where's JID from? I think he's, I want to say Atlanta, maybe he doesn't sound like an Atlanta rapper. Like he, he doesn't have like that thing. He's totally unique, like kind of like a higher voice. Um, but I mean, fuck I, man. I mean, I like Great J music. Cole. Yeah. I think J Cole is probably the last artist that I was listening to. That was new. Yeah. Which was a long fucking time ago now. Cause like J Cole has yeah. been around for a while. I remember we were both listening to his last mixtape, Friday Night Lights, at the same yeah, time. Yeah, Friday Night Lights, yeah. And that was a that was like two thousand nine or something. Yeah. Wasn't he part of like <laughs> who's that who's whose imprint was that? Was that like Jay Z's imprint or somebody put him on? He, he's they, he, yeah, he's he signed to Jay Z and now he has his own label, Dreamville. Okay. But like, yeah. When when okay. he, he did his studio records, he's under Jay Z. Yeah. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah, I like J. Cole. Yeah, he's great. But I ain't he heard is. anything recent from for a long time. It's been a few years. It's been a while since he put out a record. But he's been doing like records with no um, promotion. He'll just drop it, no features, and he goes platinum with no features. It's I was gonna say, weird. yeah. I mean, that's 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 how the music industry is nowadays. Like, if you yeah. have a following, 
you know, yeah. online. It's like, hey, you know, because the people that are your fans are following you no matter what. Yeah. You. But he, he, oh. he's been taking a break because he, he before he got into music, he like had a basketball scholarship. And he, I think he was like maybe he was D1 or he was almost D1. I heard about that. Yeah. And now he wants to he wants to try out for the NBA. Good what? He, yeah. He's too old he, for that, man. He's practicing. And I, I think I think North Carolina was like, you can you can be, get on the team. Let's go. He's from he's from there, so they're like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, but let's there's 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 no uh, NBA team in North Carolina, isn't there? I don't think so. I mean, I don't know anything about sports ball, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure there is. <laughs> All I, for me, when it comes to basketball, it's just the Lakers, and that's it. So I thought I sounded like a real man when I said D1. I got excited. No, that's the thing. And, that's the thing. I know, I know, I know. But now I got exposed. I don't know shit about. No, I, I really. I, outside <laughs> of, I, I'm the same. Outside of like D1. I mean, I know it's the college thing, but it's like Div- yeah. Division One. Division one. Division yeah, yeah. one. It's right before the NBA. But they got division two. And then division That's, three. Oh, division one is the sure. best though, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's number one. It's gotta, gotta be, be. Yeah, yeah. It's gotta be the best. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this scintillating uh, sports talk on the we, bomb. We really guys. know is we're basically ESPN guys. Yeah. Um okay, let's get into it. Okay. All right. Um so I tried to kind of put these in order, but I mean, it doesn't have to be in order. Don't yeah, okay. it doesn't okay. have to be you know ranked in any way. Okay, I so didn't. I, I, I didn't rank kind of. Okay, I kind of did, but this it's half-assed. And again, this was it wasn't as hard as doing episode thirteen where we had to pick a movie from every year. It wasn't that hard, but it was still pretty hard. But was that episode thirteen? Okay. I'm pretty sure thirteen is an unlucky number. According to who? I don't know the fucking the 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 gods the the the, the fates the people. Thirteen yeah. is like unlucky. It's amazing right, that just, episode went off as well as it did. Did it? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was drunk and belligerent, and uh, yeah, it was chaos. Well, I thought it was. It, I mean, it definitely is a good episode. It definitely it took episode. you forever to post that song, bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, man. Like the editing was nuts. It was like a four-hour episode. Yeah, and people like coming and going, knocking the mic over. I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do yeah, with this. It was, I'm sorry. It was a lot. I'm sorry you brought that up. Uh, no, no, it's all good. It was fun. Continue. Okay. Okay. So I'll just start at the bottom. I'll say number 10. I put Get It On The Floor. That's a song I can listen to and gets me hype all the time. All right. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take notes of what you listed okay. versus me. Get It On okay. The Floor. I love that Get song, by the way. So fucking good. So good. And it's not a lot to say about it. It's kind of, it's just a talk your shit party record. It's great. Um, next That's gangster as fuck, though. It, it's hard as fuck. It's yeah, gangster I mean, as fuck. It's called Get On The Flow. It's almost like he wrote that and then had no idea. It's like he wrote the body of the song and then the chorus separately. Yeah. And then Swiss Beats or whatever was like, okay, yeah. I'm going to take this and <laughs> I'll I'm going to take this. I'll just make this a hit. <laughs> I'm going to Frankenstein this some bitch. Yeah. Um, okay, next I have We Right Here. All right. Um, a really really good song um you know it's about you know community in the hood i'm not gonna explain what the songs are about you can listen to them and figure Wait, it out we right here or yeah what which album was this off of i think that's it might be the great depression um is that who we be no oh no. okay um, give it a second We ride here. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. No way. We ride yeah. here. Hey, I love that song. I mean, since you, you you're like more into uh, like you know more about podcasts. Like, how what what is the is there a rule for like playing licensed music on a podcast? I mean, technically yes, but but it's just like if you um, do a snippet, it's okay, right? 
I think so. Yeah, yeah. There is like, okay. So YouTube is way more strict about this, but as far as podcasting goes, like you can play it. Um, if your podcast is monetized, there may be some, might be some issue, but, uh, we only have two fans. Shout out to Mitchell <laughs> and Conrad. Conrad, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think we're good. We can okay. play clips. All right, cool. I mean, well, yeah, I'm glad you okay, played well, that let's, one. Let's do that. Let's do that. So let's, yeah. let's go, let me go back real quick. Uh, get it on the floor. Get it on the flow. Get it, get yeah. it on the flow. Yeah. And, and this is off of, uh, Grand Champ. I'm doing my pissing dance. Yeah. Uh, that shit is so hard, man. How do you make... Ride, how do you make... Ride, motherfucker. And Swiss Beats, man. Like, that voice with DMX is so good. I know. Like, they were... Like, those two together. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, I mean... Dynamic duo. Dynamic duo. It's dark and yeah. hell is hot. Like, that was not only DMX's uh, introduction to the world, but Swiss Beats, too. And yeah. That was it. And those guys had, they were like the gangstar of grimy New York rap. It was like, yeah. You know, Swiss Beats was the DJ premiere to uh, the DMX's. Yeah, that's uh, perfect. What's Homeboy's name who passed away? Uh, um, damn it. Dilla? No, no. From Gr- no, no, no. Your, your premiere and. Um, damn. From Gangstar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, man. Shit. Ah, uh, oh, fuck. I feel bad. Oh man, Conrad's fucking hate me right now. Fuck. Um, God damn it. Guru, guru, <laughs> guru. Oh man, my man, my man. My oh, man. I can't believe I forgot Guru. May he rest in peace. May he rest. Yeah. Shit. Can you okay. can you delete? Can you edit that from the? <laughs> nah, we're gonna leave it in, show. man. We're gonna leave it in. Flaws and all. Shout out to DMX. Uh, uh, my ne- <laughs> my next one is. Um, uh, ain't no sunshine. Um, I took that Bill Withers hook. Yeah. And here we go. Get it going. It's dark and hell is high. That voice, man. Yeah. I'm gonna skip ahead just so it gets right into the beat. But the way DMX has like a ability to ride a beat in a really simple yes. way, but yes. like he laces it so fucking well. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck, man. Uh, and it's so soulful, man. Like, yeah. he's so soulful. Yeah. He see, like, he... I, he, he... He puts in singing with the rap, but without... He's obviously he can't sing. Yeah. But the way he, it's just emotion. It's just emotion. It's the blues. It's yeah. It's like oh, it's it's, it's hip hop blues. You yes. know, like it's the blues. Yeah, like you man. just hear all that emotion coming from That's him. That's right. When he's That's right. Because you're right. Like he's not a singer, but he's on on a lot of his own on a lot of his songs. He just sings the chorus. Yeah. And it's beautiful and it's ugliness. Yeah. The way oh, that yeah. yeah. Oh damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't see it, but like B's head is like at, at the same height as this lamp right next to him. <laughs> He's just damn. like smacking into oh. it. The fuck! Things attacking yeah, me. The, the the blues thing is perfect because like for anybody, I don't know who whoever's listening. I mean, I'll just talk directly to Mitchell and Conrad, our two fans. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just fucking hey, with actually, actually, but, like, you know what, Byron, Byron Smith. Oh, that's right. What Byron, up, Byron? He, he might be listening. He might be listening. Yeah. But um, there's a lot of blues artists, like if you go, you know, 
Lead Belly, Robert Johnson. Like they couldn't sing well, but for me, like Lead Belly in particular, uh, the greatest blues artist of all time. But like when you're listening to them, there's no like technical prowess in their voice, but you feel everything they're saying, every yeah. note they're playing. It hits so hard. Hendrix couldn't sing well either, but you love his voice because he he's true. Yeah, he, you know he's honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, emotion yeah. emotion cannot be faked. Oh, and yeah. emotion yeah, and you know the sincerity with what you're singing rapping like that cuts through anything else you know Fucking where it's a. like yeah he may not have been yeah a, a classically trained singer or dmx definitely was not but like you feel yeah. it and music is feeling and yeah, good, good yeah, music man. is feeling any kind of way whether it's you know just getting loose on the dance floor or just yeah you just I, for me like you just want to feel something Absolutely. You know, that this artist is, they wrote this, this means something to them, and I feel it. Yeah. And DMX had that in fucking spades, man. Yeah. There's there's no filter or pretense between what they're feeling and then what they're showing you. Yeah. It's the same thing, yeah. And, 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 you know, you said DMX can't sing, but I would direct you to the Chris Rock movie classic Top, Top 5. Top 5. <laughs> Where he tries to serenade Chris Rock in the jail cell, yeah. and that shit is wonderful. I love okay. one of the best DMX uh, DMX uh, movie roles ever. That was what I was thinking about too when I was working out. Was like a real missed opportunity for him because he's so watchable as an actor. Yeah, like he he definitely could have used a lot of work as an actor, but like but he had but he had charisma and presence. He had the same thing Pac had. Pac yeah. was like a better natural actor, but Pac also went to like an art school. Yeah, and shit. like yeah. You know, but like he had that thing that you want to watch him, and whether it was like Belly or uh, Romeo Must Romeo Die, or whatever, must like, die yeah. you just you know you, you liked when he was on screen. He had he just had it, man. He fucking had it. He had that magnetism. Yeah. All right. My next one is Ain't No Way. This is off of his second record, Flesh in My Flesh. Uh, Ain't no way. Yeah. Talking about that blues again, man. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, that's the shit, man. All right, you got an interesting list. You got an interesting list. I, I, I think that's why I asked uh, to just do the five. Yeah. Because I knew that one is hard to, yeah. to, to whittle down all yeah. of DMX's like good songs into not like I mean ten would be difficult but i figured yeah. five is like okay yeah that's really that's tough because like yeah, everything so you, hard everything that you that you played so far are, are songs that were teetering on my list yeah but didn't quite make it but because i stuck to the five but they yes like i've got no fault with anything you've selected thus far okay well let me, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna do my number six right now and that'll put us into to top five okay. and we'll go back oh. and forth all right okay so uh the number six is uh off of his first record it's dark and hell is hot you know what's weird making this list i i just kind of wanted to just do that it's his first album let's just take any five songs off of the first album and then you're done bruh bruh like <laughs> it took everything out of me not to do that i was like i can't just cherry pick everything off of the first album but yeah. I, I i feel you on that so i did i can feel it um not only is it a great song but it samples one of the greatest songs ever, the Phil Collins, I Can Feel, or In the Air Tonight. Yeah. Um, let me fast forward a little bit, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
soulful rendition, and then X comes in. You know it's weird that part right there. Th that's one of the things like uh, this moment where he goes, uh, "It's coming in the air." Yeah, I feel it closer. When he says, "Yeah, I feel it closer," just his delivery on it. Yeah, I don't know what about it. It's like he he delivered that just that word. Yeah, it's getting closer. In particular, the yeah, he delivers it in a way where it's like he's there's so much. Um, experience like i know shit can get bad or good i, I he just i don't know there's something about the way he delivers that word that just every time i hear it 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 uh it just resonates it really you. deep with me yeah. yeah it really gets me just that word yeah uh his his ad-libs and his ad-libbing yeah. on his songs are the fucking best i mean yeah, the, yeah. there's the the yes and the the, the growling the, that's uh, my favorite man you know uh my man's in them, you know, like, yeah, he's, like just yeah. everything he says, like you just feel it. Uh, you really do on, on any kind of way. You just feel that shit where it's like, Oh man, like it's almost like he's talking to me. It's like, yeah, that's, that's such, that's a good point, man. Like, yeah, he's one of those artists that when you're listening to him, it does feel really personal. Like, that. yeah, like, I, I, See, like I'm, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm doing it. Yeah. Him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Not as good Top as five. All right. five for five. Let's do it. Go ahead. Oh, you want me to go? Yeah. All right. All right. So let's we'll go back and forth. Okay. So, uh, DMX is someone, like, especially with his first two, maybe three albums. Um, like as as someone who loves hip hop, I I was never all that enamored with like intros and shit like that. But I think DMX has the best intros to any number five. Same thing for me. The intro. The intro. That is what I have. Absolutely. Same on number my five, top man. five. My man. The intro to Is Dark and Hell is Hot. And and everybody, if you haven't heard it, the song is just called Intro. That's my man. That's my man's in there. I heard these niggas supposed to be like locking down the industry on some shit, on some power shit. Dog. Dog. That's my man's in there. Mm. So what I'm doing? Right, right. My man's man. in there. Is doing. Yeah. You know? That's, That's my, my man. In them. You know. I feel you. Now you feel. feel Alright, keep 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 playing. Keep playing. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh. You fucking with me? Right, right. Because you fucking with the, uh. the beat drop. The yeah, beat man. drop on this. Yep. What have you done now? Cinematic. It's like a movie score. Uh, it's like yeah, a movie man. score. This song blew my fucking mind yeah. when I first heard it. Boom, boom, boom. And the way he just comes boom, right boom, in, too. Boom. Like, every, the whole build of everything uh, about this. For the first album, man. The first album, what? And the Coming first like track. This? Like the first track. Like you listen to this and you're like, oh shit. Like I'm listening to something that is special. Yeah, special. He set the tone. Two, one, two. You don't know, know what, what the, the guns, guns do. do. Fuck around and stuff. Right. Hardest rap artist that started. Oh, man. 
words. So yeah, like want to tape me and break me. Ah. So 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 put in my list again. Like that was definitely. It was basically like doing a top five. It's like okay, it's actually top four because intro is is there off top. Same. The same. Like it's got to be. I felt exactly the same. As soon as you said it, I was like, well, the intro is, of course, going to be in the top five. It's the best. Yeah. Oh, my man. This this is why I love you, dog. I know, man. I know, man. (laughs) Ebony and Ivory. (laughs) (laughs) Got good taste, homie. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Okay. So I'll I'll go for number four and then you go for number four. So number four, and I actually heard a funny story about this song today. It's produced by Irv Gotti. It's off of, what is it? The Great Depression? No. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's off of And Then There Was X. Okay. Now, I'm a, it's, the song is What's My Name. This is one of the hardest songs I've ever heard. It, this shit goes so hard. And the story I heard is this. I'm not going to play it because I don't want to waste time finding it. But the story I've heard is this. I, I, evidently, this song is an uh, Irv Gotti track. And apparently, they're in the studio... DMX is laying the vocals and Irv Gotti just keeps and there's a bunch of people in the room and Irv Gotti just keeps being like it's not it man I'm not feeling it I'm just not fucking feeling it man and DMX is getting heated obviously (laughs) yeah he's getting so mad and Irv is just like look the song is hype and like your vocals are good but I'm just not feeling it man it's not matching and apparently DMX got so mad went into the booth and he's like standing there fuming like and this is how Irv Gotti's telling it. And then it starts. Dung. And then when DMX is like, you think it's a fucking game? He was like yelling at Irv Gotti. Like, <laughs> so here it is. Here it is. Uh-huh. <sighs> nobody does it like this, man. Fucking nobody DMX. does it like this. Yeah, oh, man. I, it. All you gotta do is get it, baby. I didn't have that on my on my top five, but that's a great one. Yeah. That is a great one. I I, th- I I I considered adding it, but as we'll go through with mine, I, I just as good as it is. I mean, he, that's the yeah. thing. And like, and, and that's a credit to him. Like, it's like he's got so many. Like, his discography is so fucking fantastic. Yeah, you know you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. You can't. Uh, you can put any any top five, any whatever. You, yeah, yeah. But that's definitely uh, in my top ten. I love that, and I didn't know that story though. So thank yeah. you for enlightening me about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just saw sense, it today. Like, <laughs> it's a fucking game. <laughs> and uh, the whole song, like his I, energy is up. He's up. going. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. well, I mean, yeah, yeah. All right. So my turn. Yeah. All right. So this one might be a little bit, you know, boring, but I I'm I'm adding this just because like this was my first uh my first initiation of DMX and it was a song that was like, "Oh shit, this is somebody I got to I'm definitely buying this album. Get at me, dog. It's dark as hell is hot. Another album from his from his debut. Uh Get at me, dog. Basically, like if, if someone were to ask me, okay, DMX, what's he about? Like, give me a song. Like, what's he about? Get at me, dog, is a song that I would say, well, you listen to this, you basically have 
who this man is or what he's about like in three and a half, four minutes. Um, you know, the dog motif, you know, paying respects to his dog Boomer, the whole just the griminess of where he was coming from, New York. Uh, like listening to this, it's almost like I like I feel that my converse turn into Timberlands listening yeah. to Get At Me Dog. You know what I mean? Want to, cause I have to. What the Mac do? With me, man. And and this also, you know, it features She Luke on the on the on the hook. Yeah. So it's yeah. like not only does it let you know about DMX, but it's it's like the you locks know, the, too. The locks, Rough Riders, like that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, just a fantastic fucking song. And yeah, I agree. Just yeah, for me, like that song is like DMX. Uh, you know, not in a nutshell, but at least for that first album, it's like I. I can't think of DMX without thinking about Get At Me Dog. Yep, I agree, man. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, like I said, man, you can just take that first album. Yeah. It's like a greatest hits. It really is. It's the really first is. album. It's like... The, uh, I played it. Yeah. So so Friday when we found out, uh, the world found out that he had passed, you know, my my uh, my neighbor, who's, who's a lot younger than, than we are, uh, not a lot, but younger. He's still in his 30s. Were you still in your 30s? I'm 38. Yeah, still in your 30s. Yeah. But he, you know, we were outside and I was having a smoke, having a White Claw, and he was having, he was smoking some weed, and he was like, we got to play some DMX. So I'm like, yeah, man, I just, I got it on my phone, so we played some, and I was playing him the first album, and he had never heard the first album. Oh, He had only heard Flesh of My Flesh. Oh, for whatever shit. reason, I envy, was, I envy this guy. Hey, because he was like, I want to hear this song that was on Flesh of My Flesh, like, you know, one of the pop songs. I'm like, yeah, which is still gangsters fuck, of course, sure. love it. But I'm like, well, let me play you some of off of the first album, and he was just like, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah. holy shit! Like, what album is this called? I'm like, this first is dark yeah. and hell is hot. He was just tripping out. I I played him, you know, Damien and like, uh. you know, uh, just like stop being greedy, like all these songs. He was like, holy shit! I didn't know that DMX was <laughs> went this hard. I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So that was it. Was nice to, to experience that and share that with him. That's awesome. On man. Friday, yeah, uh, it was like a DMX awesome. appreciation night, as is this podcast. So, yeah, it was good. All right, that's awesome. What you got? All right, uh, number three is uh, again off of "It's Dark and Hell Is Hot." This is a song that stuck with me. Besides, like just really great storytelling. Um, like it's I know it can I guess when you when you get done with your yeah 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 yeah. but his delivery is unique to the song on the record like he doesn't it's the only relaxed delivery he has Um, and it's really kind of the the lightest song he's got on the record too and um, it had it it also it stands out in the record too because it's it's R&B song oh yeah, you didn't know. I didn't, didn't know. know. Yeah, yeah. No, okay, never mind. Never mind. I'm like, and yes. the song is "How's It Going Down," and it starts with a skit, and I'm just gonna skip it. 
Oh, shit. So wow, much, okay. I'm 25th named Tanika. You know. When I met her, she had a scarf on. I love that song so much, man. I love I love the production. I love his delivery. And again, like it showed this side of him. It's like, I mean, this is a song obviously for the girls. Like he made a song for the girls on the record. Smart move. Um, but it's still but it grind, still goes but it, hard. It, it still, still goes, goes hard, hard and it, it's still X. Like yeah, uncompromised. Uncompromised, yeah. Wow, yeah. okay. I was not expecting that. I think I know what you're thinking of, and that's that's my number two. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. All right. So what's your number three? Uh, so I mentioned it already, um, and I'm still shit. I'm three songs in, and I'm still off the first album. Yep. Uh, Look through my eyes. No, no, it's no, uh, no, no. You're gonna say "Stop Being Greedy" or "Crime Story." Stop being greedy. I knew it. I knew stop it. Stop being greedy. Like, by the time that, in listening to like, I remember hearing this for the very first time when I got that album, and I was listening to the tracks in a row. Um, with my headphones on in my dorm and when they came to stop being greedy i mean i was enjoying this album already but when this shit started yeah. i immediately i perked the fuck up it was like stand at attention i was like oh shit this and we're not, like i'm not i'm not ranking them but if somebody were to put a gun to my head and please i hope that never happens to me because i'm a i don't <laughs> like weapons and i want to live. nobody does nobody does <laughs> i want to live but this might be my very favorite dmx song the lyrics the beat yeah yeah everything like this is a fucking banger of a song and yes please ah Yeah, man. And this I, and this is a song where, you know, he also switches his the, flow, yeah. the, the cadence of his flow. So it almost sounds like there's two people yeah. rapping on the same track, but it's him. Um, yeah. And, you know, we had mentioned it earlier. I don't know if it was on, you know, this second part of the podcast or the first, but like DMX's voice is an instrument into itself. And yes. he used it to such great effect on just about fucking everything, whether he... Yep. Is changing the the tone of his voice to make it you know feel like there are two guys going you know rhyming back and forth, yeah, or just using it for a hook or whatever. Like his voice, yeah, uh, brought a lot of people to the table, and it and it's, it's it's one of those things where I've always been as much as love you know lyricism, and for me like being a hip hop fan like that is like damn near paramount to me being a fan sure. of somebody. But the voice is yeah if not equal, like right there with it. Like if you don't yeah. have a voice that's going to command my attention and is going to basically just kind of force me to stop and be like, oh shit, what's what's going yeah. on? Like, like an ex had that and yeah. Stop Being Greedy is just one of them tracks where it's like you hear that and I'm stopping what I'm doing. And if I'm doing anything, it's just I'm nodding my head and I'm damn near about to snap that song bitch off because that beat Agreed. is fucking knocks. Agreed. And it's it's just great. 
Yeah, it's just great. I, I, I totally agree, man. You're so right. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. it. I love it. So and, that and, was, and, and you know, yeah, that was. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. So <laughs> those are my top three, and those. Then my next couple, like that's it from the first album. Okay. I will be venturing out, but I've only okay. got two spots left with a, I know. You know, with, a with a couple of uh, you know, uh, uh what what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, special. What what do you call it when like you have something listed, but then it's like the runner oh, up alternates. Alternates or runner up? Yeah, yeah, runner up. Sure. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, really yeah, think. I the, the white claws got me. The, I got white claw brain. <laughs> You know, it's funny, the voice thing, it's, it's something I'm always like, you know, it's one of the things that attracts me to, I think that's, you know, part of uh, Pac's legacy and power was his voice, like, because he's not the most technical rapper, there's people who could rap circles around him, not that he couldn't rap, he could rap his ass off, Yeah, but yeah. like, it was his voice, like, you felt every single thing he said, um, and X said that too, which is also a testament to how good of a rapper Jay-Z is because his voice sucks. Sucks, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but he wraps his ass off, so you're like, okay, I'm okay. That is so true, Like, it's my, and I love Jay-Z. I, I think of course. I think he's one of the goats. But, he, but you're right, though, because... Uh, Terrible voice. He is, he is great in spite of his... Of how he sounds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he didn't have the luxury of being a dope lyricist. He's got this handicap, lyricist. and he just, he, you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. he didn't have the luxury of being a dope lyricist with a dope voice. He was like a dope lyricist with a voice that you had to basically <laughs> kind of learn to just get past. Absolutely. I remember the first time I heard Jay-Z, I was like, this sucks. Just because of the sound of it, I didn't like the no, sound of too. it. No, me too. What was the, what was the first I, Jay-Z song you heard? Oh, man. It had to have been something off of... This, his second record because I had to go one, okay. back I had to go back to hear Reasonable Doubt In My Lifetime it had to be something off of In My Lifetime um, I don't remember what it was but it had to be something there uh, which was actually a pretty that's like one of his probably it's his, worst, good, it's, his, his it's worst not, album it's not a very good record yeah it's not a very good record the, the, the first time I heard Jay-Z I was in 11th grade uh, there was a kid that was from New York who would frequently go visit his people in New York, and he would come back with like mixtapes of all this branded like DJ Clue mixtapes or you know oh, Kid shit. Capri, all that kind of shit. And he made a copy of a mixtape for me, and it was I forget it, it must have been a DJ Clue. I'm pretty sure it was, and that was and it had Ain't No Nigga like the one I got mm -hmm. with you know Jay Z Foxy and Brown. Foxy Brown, and so that was the first song that I had heard with Jay Z, and I mean I loved Foxy immediately. Yeah. And I love the yeah. song even, but it took me a while to kind of warm up to, uh, yeah. I'm like, who's the, who's, who's this Jay-Z, the brother on the guy? He just sounds weird. <laughs> sounds weird. He yeah. sounds weird. He sounds weak and odd. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's one of the best ever, man. Yeah. And he's one of my favorites ever. So, yeah. 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 All right. So this, my number two slot, this is a song in my car, when it came on, B was in the car. I think Amir was in the car. I think Joe was in the car. Oh, damn. Uh, that's a deep cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I remember... I remember, like, that being a big moment for all of us in the car when this came on in my car. And you were like, oh, shit. Like, you're down. You're down. You're, like, for real down. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this song remains one of the hardest songs I've ever heard. And one of the best, like, um, 
collaborative songs, like a song with an artist and features. It's it's one of it's one of the oh, best ever. Oh, I think I know what this is. And I'm just gonna go right into it. I was so close. I was this. I was this close to adding this on mine, and it just barely missed out. I was bumping this at the gym this morning. <sighs> Done started something. It's the last song on "It's Dark as Hell." And it's, it's dark and hell is hot, and it's got the locks. It's got Mace, and then at the end, it's got DMX. And I'm gonna skip to it. Now, yes. Do yourself a favor. Listen to the whole thing because you need it. But just because then you'll hear that there's levels to this shit. Like the locks, all of them can rap. Mace can rap too, and, and they're all rapping on this song. And and this was Mace during his Puff Daddy shiny yes. suit era yes. phase, where everybody was like, "Oh shit!" Like Mace got down with this. He got like, down. Yeah, <laughs> he's he put the shiny suit away. He's like, so they're all rapping, and like if DMX was not on this song, you'd be like, "This song is fucking fire." I love this song, but when he comes on. That's when you see, like, oh, that's why, the, like, if you're looking at, look, that guy's a star. Like, whatever that quality is, that's where you can hear it's different. It's like, you know, whatever, when you hear uh, Pac on somebody else's song yeah. or something like that. Or, or M jump doing a feature, like, oh, it's not equal. This shit is not equal. It's not a, not a level playing field. It's not a level. Okay, hold on. Let me, hold on, let me skip to it. Oh, man, I was oh, so close to adding this. I love this fucking song. Oh my god. Listen to the way he comes in. Guys. Yeah, this is Fucking like the best. Eats, eats it. Yeah. You caution. Wet shit. I'm dead shit. Like a portion. I'm a portion. Fuck what you heard is what you're hearing. Oh, fuck, man. But you but 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 doesn't that I mean you you started before the growl because he comes yeah. in yeah, yeah, yeah where yeah. it's like there's that okay everybody else is done and and like you said like this is like a, a statement making verse where it's like okay look I'm gonna have the locks mace everybody y'all have your verses you're up front this is my album I'm coming up last and I'm gonna eat and, you motherfuckers alive. And it, but but and in the way that he comes in, it's like he does a little subtle growl, which he was like a part of a lot of his music. Where yeah. it's just that. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And then he just comes in. I'm like, yeah, X, get him. It, it, that song. Like I said, it's it's still to this day. I mean, I've heard more aggressive songs, but like they're trying to be aggressive. Yeah. Like they're like, look how aggressive we are in this song. This song, again, we keep talking about it. It's just super authentic, and it's about as New York, like, grimy New York as you can get. I think so, too. And it's aggressive yeah. in a way that is not uh, trying to be so. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not, they're not showing off. Yeah. It's like, this is just who we are, and like, we're just showing you, like, this is real for us. Niggas done started something, and they're yeah. very calm and collective about it. And, like, the beat perfectly matches the uh. the tone of all the spitters on that album. And then when the X comes in at the end, he just buttons it all up. And it's like, uh, yeah. And just and just his end, you can, it sounds like he's running at you. Like when he's, it's, uh, all right. Yeah, anyway, I love That's my number two, man. Oh, dude, that's a good one. That's a good one. One of my favorites ever. Fuck. Yeah, that, that song got replaced by the song that is my, I guess, two. 
Um, and it took a while because I, I I was like going back and forth on this. So this this song is from the Great Depression. Came out okay. 2001. And the first time I heard it, it just immediately, I was like, this is one of my favorite X songs ever. Just because it totally is him. Uh, it's 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 gangster. It's it's a little ignorant, but it's also talking about some shit. Uh, who we be? I love, uh, I love his rhyming on this, where he's basically, and again, we were talking about how he how how X's voice, like he just rides the beat, yeah, so well. And this beat, and I I, I should have looked up who uh, produced it. I don't think it was Swiss. Maybe it was. Yeah, but. I, this song was just so memorable for how for the cadence of his of his of his bars, the pain, the dun, the dun, yeah. the dun. Like he just kept going down like with this very statico uh, uh, rhyme scheme, and the beat was perfectly in time with 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 his with his, yeah. with his bars. Yeah, and I just I just I just fell in love with this song, and yeah. it's. I could not not have this in my top five. Do you have it on your phone? Of course, man. Oh, uh, Now, now you know. Okay, so, the, so that's that's that's. I mean, the song it speaks for itself. The song is dope. Yeah. The best part of this song, and I think the thing that really puts it over the top for me is the end, yeah. where he does the onomatopoeia, where he's basically his he's using his own voice to do the beat. Da 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 and that's just like I'm sure he was just feeling it, and he just did it in the booth. Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, let's leave it in. It sounds good." I, I fucking love that part because, like, yeah. as someone listening to the song, like that's what I would do listening to it. Yeah, Ta-da, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they hear, and they hear, <laughs> hear DMX with his gravelly ass voice. Dun on, dun on, dun on, yeah. dun on. I'm like, yeah, that's my nigga X, y'all. I love yeah, him. man. Yeah, I love him. That, yeah. A song. That's a really good album. Like, it gets kind of slept on, but like, I mean, you know, I got that whatever I my cut from there too. Yeah, you got a uh, wait. No, um, we, we out. Uh, I forgot the name of everything already. We right. Uh, we right here. No, not. We yeah, right. we right here. We right yeah, here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's a bunch of good like Shorty. Shorty was a bomb, and I miss you. That song with Faith Evans is really good. Um, that, there's a song. You could be blind, but when I see you, it's a good album. It is. It is. I think that was the last one. So I, I have like his first. I mean, shit. I think I might have all of his albums, actually. You know, the, the intro on Grand Champ is really good, too. He's the, he's the intro fucking king, dude. Next, his- best is, next best is Lil Wayne. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Like, when I heard the Carter 2, and I heard his intro on the Carter 2, which is fucking amazing, yeah. I was like, oh, this is some DMX intro shit. Yeah, yeah. He, he that learned, was the first he, thing I thought. He learned a lesson. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I never, I never was pre- appreciated or respected intros until DMX started doing yeah. his, and I'm, I'm like, wow, he just had the song called Intro that 
that is the best song in anybody else's album. And he's starting, he didn't even name it. It's his intro. Yeah. I'm not going to name it. I'm just going to start here, guys, and then it's only going to go up. Yeah. The last song is going to be done started something, so you know you can kind of see how it's going to I mean, go. He, he might as well just, just just name that song track one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is this is what you're yeah. in for. This is what you're in for. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, we made it. Top top song, number one each. Well, I and can't go. Me, yeah, you go. Yeah, because yeah, I, know, I'm, I know. I'm repeating yours because like my other one is uh, Get on the Floor. So Okay. Yeah. So we got it. Well, here, let's, let's, let's revisit that one real quick just because, uh, you know, but that's the, how amazing is that? Is that the only one of our top five that is that we have in common is get on the floor like that is yeah. the depth of DMX and his discography, his catalog. Yeah. So many great songs. And the only one <laughs> that we yeah. had in our top five, we only had one. Like you could right away just pick 50 songs and they could all be worthy of a top five. Yeah. For him, like that, right away. Yeah. Right here, get here's revisiting. Get it on the floor, Brian's uh, last pick. On the flow, get it, get it on the flow. No, no, keep it playing, keep it playing, because I listen to the. So the chorus is very party, party. Just play a little bit of when he starts rapping. He's West. talking about putting slugs in chess, and it's like, yeah, like this is a party record, X. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like Swiss Beats is like, okay, I'm gonna have you record this one day, record this the other day, yeah, and then I'll make a beat, and then it's like X. I'm good. I'm good. You can you can chill at the house. I got this. And he just yeah, put it, these two. He just put it all together. <laughs> It's like most uh, most of his like fifty like maybe seventy five percent of his catalog. It's like they're like X go go get in a fight real quick and then jump in the booth and let's do something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they would just like wind just them the, up, get, get the emotions yeah. going. I uh. agree, and just you know, and, and you could say that basically any song, he never phoned it in. Like there are so many rappers who are good, but like it really seems like when you're going through these lists and stuff, it really seems that like every song he approached like oh this is gonna be my best song. And then, okay, we finish that song. And then the next day they're doing another song. He's like, okay, this is going to be my best song. Like, that's the energy. Every fucking song. He, it's, I can't think of other artists. I mean, Jay's got record where he phones it in. Yeah. Fucking, you know, everybody does. Pac's got records where he phones it in. But like. Oh, dude, fucking All Eyes on Me. Honestly, like. What's your phone number? <laughs> there's a lot of albums on there where he was just doing it just to to pad the fucking the the track. I gotta out. make some money, yeah. yeah. And you know, X just never did it. Like you can argue that like he's got some not great songs later in his career when you know drugs were really getting a hold of him and his trauma was really deep. But like even then, his effort was still there. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I agree, man. Even when the talent waned a little bit, his effort was still there. He just. It's a rare, it's a rare fucking quality, man. Yeah, he he seemed like a guy, like he was, like DMX seemed to me like, you know, for better or worse, like when he was into something, like he was all in. Yeah. And I think when it came to his music, when it came to, unfortunately, I think some of his, you know, his addiction issues, like he wasn't a guy that was able to, uh, to show restraint when yeah. when it come when it came to the things that he was, 
all into. And I, and, I, and, I, yeah. and I think it extends to his family because like from everything that I've heard, like he was a like he loved his family. He's got like 50 yeah. kids. I didn't even know he had that many kids. Yeah. But I don't I don't I've never heard him being like a negligent parent. Yeah. He yeah. was just a guy that was very passionate, a troubled guy, a troubled guy, a passionate yeah. guy. And he let those passions, the good ones and the bad ones kind of uh, override and not override, but to he was like a, a victim of that passion. Yes. Yes. And he wasn't able to really curtail the passions that were doing him wrong versus the ones right. that were leading him uh, to to better waters as it were yeah. you know um and artists are like that you know yeah. i mean who was it van gogh yeah uh did he cut off his ear or something like that i should know that i that's, that's what they say i got a I, I majored in fucking art history and i don't know any <laughs> of that shit but but yeah you know art, artistic geniuses are some of yeah. the most troubled people out there you know yeah and and you know in dmx's case like in and out of just terrible foster situations boys homes jail like it's just a ton of trauma he grew yeah. up horribly rough just an immense amount of abuse and trauma and that's why we start doing drugs is to escape those to feelings. Escape, you don't yeah. want to sit with those feelings man it's hard to sit with those feelings and especially when you're in a culture that's like don't talk to people about it don't be a bitch don't be a pussy yeah. man like that yeah it just makes it worse. It makes it that much worse. And yeah, you yeah. ain't lying about that. That's true. That's a, yeah, that's very true. You, know, you got to talk and you got to let it out. Like nothing goes away. Nothing goes away. Whatever it is, if you don't get it out, it'll eat you from the inside. That's just the way it works. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that brings us to my last song. And it's actually very poignant because the reason this is my favorite all time DMX song is because he addresses a lot of those issues. Oh, I know this. I know this song. And it is one of the most vulnerable songs I've ever heard. And if you know anything about me, that's what I'm into. That's what I like to see is vulnerability. And the song is off of his second record and it is slipping. Yeah. Pock laugh in the beginning. I heard this on Sunday and I started crying, man. Yeah. I was like, fuck. It's, um, this is one of those same, like that'll consistently break me down, bring yeah. me to tears. I, I, same thing. I listened to it on over the weekend. It bro broke me down too. Perfect beat. The more constructive with the time, yeah, it is. I know because I've been there. Now I'm in there. Sit back and look at what it took for me to get there. This song is like he just opened his chest and just let it all out, and he just showed you. You know what's weird about the song too? I am. I remember. I downloaded this song off of LimeWire in whatever it was 2000 yeah and it was Lime the dirty wire. version yeah it was the dirty version yeah and i would listen to this song nearly damn near every day and you cannot find that version i know anywhere. i was I, I know i know anywhere I, I just so this this was off of a uh, flesh of my flesh right yeah yeah so like i said i mean i i have the album 
the CD in my garage, but I was like, I ain't not trying to dig through boxes to try to find it. So I bought that again digitally. The explicit record. Everything is explicit except for this song. This is the only clean thing on there. I haven't researched it, but my only guess is like because it's so personal, maybe he made a decision to like, no, I only want an edited version because I yeah. want more people to hear it. I, I don't know. It, it I mean that that was my takeaway from it, because everything else on that act on that record that I, you know, was as it was. Filthy. Filthy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. the only one. And yeah. So I bought I bought Flesh in My Flesh again and I also bought the best of DMX because I was just mm-hmm. like over the weekend, I'm just like Oh, I, that has the the new version of the song. No, no, it's the same. It's oh, the he, same. He, he did a re-recording of it too. Uh, well, it sounds like the, the same one from oh, okay. Flesh in My Flesh. But again, like the DMX, the best of, it's all explicit except for slipping. It's the it's it's, it's 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 you get you get the E E E E E clean <laughs> <laughs> slipping clean. I need to look because I'm sure on a CD somewhere I have because I have CDs from 20 years ago that like oh I still have uh, it I, like if it was on his original the, the original yeah. CD. The dirty version, then I got that. Yeah. I'm just too lazy to go try to find yeah. it. <laughs> but but that song, I mean, even with you know, the swearing edited out, it's uh it's so beautiful, it's so heartfelt. And and, and I think if you want to like understand the man, that might be the best one to do it. Like he, you know, it's yeah. it's really who he is. It it really is. And like at the time when it came out, you know, I felt that way too, where it's like he's letting us in to a part of him. I mean, he's always been very open about himself, but like that song really was just like, it almost like he was telling it. He was telling the world is like, look, you know, yeah. I, I'm got some shit, you know, that I'm dealing with. And he used that song as, as therapy. And it's only, and it's, it's just become more sad now Yeah, um, that he's passed. But even before he passed, you know, and just seeing the situations that we, we, we would hear about, x and dmx and like how he wasn't doing good or he you know was kind of relapsed or was back on the shed and then you know like that song just took on more and more meaning you know where he was just a guy that just he was aware of his demons he just was never able to fully uh tame them or get them under control and it's just so unfortunate you know um you know, like I say, you know, this his his death really it did a number on me, and I was yeah. I was gonna tweet something about it over the weekend, but then I was like, nah, I'm talking to Graham. I'm just gonna, you know, save it for talking to you. But it really did, like, like this, it's it's, it's fucked me up. Yeah, you know, it's. Yeah. I mean, I love DMX. I know you love DMX. I mean, this whole yeah. show is you know, really about him and, you know, his influence and what he meant to me, what he meant to you, what he meant to the world, you know, at large, what he meant to hip hop. And, you know, he's going to be missed. And I just feel bad for his kids. You know, I feel bad for everybody that was in his orbit, you know, uh, and 50 years old, man. I mean, I'm, I'm fucking 41. I'm about to be 42. Yeah. So yeah. next month. And, I mean, I mean, it's just, it's, it's too young. Yeah. I always feel like, I mean, I struggled with addiction. I get it. Um, and I, when it's people like him where, um, 
you know, they have a lot of resources and there's a lot of people around them. I always find myself getting angry. Like I want more people helping him. Like who who was getting him drugs? Like, and I get like, it's not that cut and dry. It's not that simple. Like, you know, he's a strong presence and he's a grown man. He's going to do what he wants to do. I get it. But yeah, man, it, um, this one hurt like a lot. Like I, I, I remember like for me, I think the last feeling of this for me, like I felt this way with David Bowie and with Prince where it was like, these people were so important to me and they are not only like cultural and creative touchstones for me, but, um, spiritual as well. Like I use them as, uh, ways to understand more about myself, more about the world. And like they provided blueprints in ways that I didn't know I needed, especially like I didn't have a dad growing up. So I didn't have like strong male figures to like teach me shit. So I had to learn from these guys. And yeah. like, you know, with, when I look at like some of my, my biggest heroes and I think about Prince, David Bowie, Tupac, Mike Tyson, Dave Chappelle, DMX, like these people who are just unrelentingly honest and, uh, and just free to, sh and, and that's like, I took that stuff from them because, you know, society doesn't teach you that these people do, Yeah, you know, they show you that like, no, just even if you, even if it eats you up, even if you burn out quick as a result of it, just be that. Otherwise, what's the point anyway? Well, because the thing is, especially, you know, because, you know, <laughs> you have to live with you. Yeah. At the end of the day, regardless, you know, uh, you know, fame, celebrity, not celebrity, whatever, like any choice, like you have to end up, you're stuck with yourself. Yeah. So being true and honest to yourself is all that really yeah. you can do and what you can be like, because, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like you, you know, uh, Love Chappelle, you know, and I was trying to think of like other musicians who have passed that hit the way that DMX is passing. Like you mentioned Prince, and I think that's probably the, you know, the for me the closest approximate where it's like, like I love Prince, I love oh, I love his music, but it's not even like I didn't it's bump less that yeah I didn't bump Prince the same way that I did DMX because like DMX was a guy that I discovered and found as a teenager, and then college and i was there from the beginning so i have a different approach but with prince and even michael jackson like i yeah. grew up as a child listening to their music because my mom my aunts my uncle like they were bumping their music and so i grew up with them and that those in like prince in particular like his songs and like you know it resonated with me and when he died it was one of those things where it was it was just like a part of my childhood yeah that as uh as you know i mean it was one of those things where it's like you just think they're gonna be there yeah forever even knowing that yeah. of course that's not true i mean every everyone passes and everything but yeah. the way that he that he passed i mean again drugs uh an overdose uh whatever and it was just so jarring because even it's like he he had more more years left yeah in him and i think that's what yeah. i think that's what it amounts to with dmx with prince with tupac i mean especially with a guy like tupac i mean he was people forget how young he was 
He was, what was he, 26? 26, 27? Yeah, he's a child. Yeah. I mean, I look look back when I was 27, I'm like, like if that, if, if, I mean, I was never a rapper or anything, but it's like, yeah, I have grown so much. Yeah. From that time. And to have your life cut short at such a young age where in the case of Tupac, he was obviously a, a young man trying to find himself because yeah. I have to imagine that, you know, the Tupac that we knew before he died at 27, 26, he was going to take the best parts of him at that age, shed the negative parts as he got yes. older. And by the time yeah. he was my age, he would have been someone of, I mean, I mean, we, we loved him back then. We would have even loved him oh, yeah. more probably now had he, had he lived. And like, that's just yeah. the thing where, you know, I don't know, man, like, just death sucks. I know death yeah. is a thing. I mean, we all have to do it and go through it. But it's, di- but it's different like this. But it's, it's different like this when it's not. It is. It's not the natural course. It's not of the like, natural. Yeah, yeah, there's 70, 80, and it's like, yep, it, this is when that stuff happens, and sure. There's not it's the different. natural progression. You know, it's yeah. like way too young. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 15 and, years and, old and, is, it, and I think like, you know, when, we, when you connect so deeply with what that person represents, not just the art they put in the world which is important but like all these people were talking about i felt i cried when muhammad ali died for the same reason like not because he's one of the greatest boxers ever which he is but he stood for something he yeah he mattered like he spoke up he spoke out against white supremacy against the wars against you know he, at a time when he, no one and, and, nobody and that's was the doing thing. that nobody was doing it and yeah. and even and at the time like everybody was hating on him for that yeah, uh, white yeah, and black. It ruined folk. his life. It ruined it did, his life. Yeah, it, he had, and, to, come, and, he had and, to crawl out of that. And now he's celebrated because yeah. history was like he he was on the right side of history. Yeah, but at the time, no one they just wanted yeah. him to shut up and box. You yeah. know, to take a take yeah. a phrase from uh, that Lord Lauren uh, Ingram bitch on Fox News who was telling LeBron <laughs> to basically just shut up and dribble. Yeah. You know, it's like no, it's like I got some shit to say and. No, like I'm, I'm on the right side of history, and Muhammad was, yeah. you know, Ali was. It's like no, like yeah. no, no Viet Cong ever called me a nigger. So why That's I gotta right. go over there and kill them? Yeah, you know, everybody flamed him for it, but now he's now people laud him. He's right. That. Yeah, 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 and yeah, man. I mean, DMX wasn't necessarily an activist in that regard, but that same no, he energy, was, he wasn't, but same passion. And, and but but he but his activism was through his poetry, like he and through that's his how music. He put yeah. it out. That's how yeah. he put it out. Um, yeah, I mean, who man, who a, we be? Um, like yeah. you listen to that song, and it's 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 a protest song, and I think that's yes. when like you listen to that, and and especially you know like last year, you know George Floyd and everything. Like you listen to who we be, and like that is that it's protest music. It's protest yeah. music. It's music that is you know kind of just crying out for change and it's like hey yeah. you know this is yeah who we be you know and i don't know i'm not making any sense no 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 man i get I'm not it making i get it sense. um it's just a, it's a powerful piece of work and he has a yeah. lot of powerful songs like that certainly and that you know the images that came in of like all the rough riders coming to white plains outside the hospital so beautiful and just i saw the 
car that was taking his body out of the hospital and just the streets were flooded they were all singing the rough riders anthem and it was blasting out of speakers and it's like the car couldn't even get through but you know it's not like his family's in the car it's just you know right right corners or whatever and it was just beautiful man like people are really celebrating him as they should and uh and it's not like he didn't get that love when he was here it's like you know he's always gotten it people always saw him for who he was and yeah you know and i heard i don't know if it's true but one, I think the mayor of Yonkers is saying that they're either going to name a street or put a statue of him out there. Oh, Amazing. no way. They're thinking about They're trying to figure out a way to do it. Um, and then Fuck I also thinking heard about like, it. Fucking you thought know, about it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Who else? Who else came out of Yonkers? Like yeah. That? Like, and he gave back to the community a lot, too, from what I hear. Um, but I also heard and I don't know if this is true. I just read a headline that said that apparently Jay-Z and Beyonce are going to buy his masters for 10 mil and then give it to his kids which oh, is shit. amazing I, I hope that's true um because you know h- him and jay had like a long relationship yeah. and friendship and you know oh i hope that's I, true I, too. I hope that's true yeah me too yeah. honestly i mean that that sounds like something jay's that jay would do yeah uh yeah you know yeah. do it you know give it to his kids you know yeah. uh they yeah oh man i hope that's true i do too I do too. Yeah. Well, I guess that's that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, this, this, you know, honestly, no joke. I think this might be my favorite episode. Yeah. You know, I, I, uh, I think this is a special one. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, are we, are you, are you going to drop this as one or I think so. So the only issue we, I'm we having, took a, yeah, we yeah we took a little pause here because I had a work thing. But I as long as as long as it fits as far as like the file size yeah. constraint, I'll, I'll drop it as one. Yeah, I think we should. Uh, yeah, yeah. But no, this has been great. Yeah. And 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 like I knew I could you know, I, you know you would feel I knew that this was going to be the way that it was because I know how much yeah. you like DMX and you know my love for DMX and I knew that we'd have a good conversation just. Uh, talking about him and paying respect to uh brother dark man x and yeah. and what he meant to us and what he meant to the world and hip-hop at large and just man yeah it's tough like i have i have some friends who like you know texted me after he died like oh who's gonna give it to us now like you know x is gonna give it to you and it's like yeah, i get it yes that's a funny joke haha um but like this man really meant something to me you yeah know? he he helped my life be better you know just from his work so it's like it, yeah I, just, I don't know i would just be like uh i just, I just okay thanks like i would say i, okay. I would say i was gonna say you know too soon but i'm gonna say like not only too soon but just just never yeah man, <laughs> just, I, just just never like i don't like want, I'm, I'm all for jokes like yes jokes yeah. and joke about anything and, and fine but like yeah like the day he dies you're gonna i mean because yeah. i guess to you he's just some rapper it's not a big deal and that yeah, that's yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I, I well, I guess yeah, it's all context, right? Like yeah, if I were to say that, which I probably would, ne- I would never. Like yeah. a year from now, then you would know they asked a joke because like I know, yes. you know B loves X, of like, course. But just yeah, oh yeah, another rapper dead. It's like oh yeah, it's like yeah, somebody who just knew him from his you know from from hearing the song in a club, right. but and you know that's it. It's like nah, don't come at me with that shit right now. Yeah. Yeah, you like know. I'm actually like I feel like I'm mourning a loss of somebody important in my life because he is, he is, 
He is. We never, look, I never met DMX at yeah. all. But yes, he was a part of my life, a part of my life, you know, uh, as a as a as a young man, as a young adult coming through. And he yeah. His 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 music is is a part of me. And so, you know, death is permanent and death is nothing to be, I don't know, just you know, unless you're somebody I don't like. But you know, <laughs> but if it's somebody I like, it's like nah, nah, you can't yeah, no joke. But either way, like, you know, like let it breathe, man. Let it breathe a yeah. little bit. Like, you know. But I'm glad we got to do this, man. I in a very small way, like it makes me feel good that we could pay tribute to this man who affected our lives so much. Yeah. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel good too. You know, uh and I, I I can't think of anybody else that I'd rather uh commiserate this with than yourself, brother. Same brother. Thank you. I'd I'd say Amir, but I don't even think Amir was like even that down with DMX like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um so yeah man, it was good. It's good talking to you, man. This was good. This is very therapeutic. Always good. For me, because like I said, I this weekend was uh I had my distractions. It was WrestleMania weekend and everything kind of helped me take my mind off of it, but it was just hard not to think about X's passing and all that. And yeah. So this is good. Yeah, man. I'm glad we got to do this. Um Yeah, for anybody listening, go through the catalog, man. Just start with the first record and just keep going through. I I if you're open to it, it you know it might change your life. Yeah, and honestly, like even like I mean, he, he's got a best of. You can pick up yeah. a best just of there, DMX yeah. to start there. Trust me, like you're gonna like that album has a lot of the songs that Graham and I both uh, listed as our favorites. He's so got that, a couple best of. One of them is called "It's Dark and Hell Is Hot." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, you know, you're you're right. Like just buy get get the first album. Just start with the first record. Just man. start with the if, first. If, if, if you're not into it, then you're not gonna like anything. It's not you're not gonna. Yeah, yeah. Just, He's not for you, which is fine. And that and it's weird that if he's not for you, that's a whole other separate. Uh, yeah, you're thing. wrong. You have to work out on yourself. It, yeah, because <laughs> you got, millions you and millions of people do. have yeah. agreed that X yeah. is the fucking man. So <laughs> yeah, if you don't like him, that's a you thing, you know. Yeah, top ten of all time, without a doubt. Yeah, no, no hesitation. There will never be another Dark Man X. Yeah. Um, Dmx may he rest in peace. You know, my heart, my my prayers go out to his family. Um, yeah. So, yeah, man. Uh, I guess that'll do it. Thank you guys for listening. Um, All right, give the plug before you go. You gotta, oh, yeah. You got to um, pimp out the merchandise. Yes. Where uh, can they buy them dope-ass t-shirts? Thank you, grahambaker.com slash merch. Uh, you can link to all my socials through grahambaker.com. Also, if you're interested in checking out my music, uh, Grey House, G-R-E-Y, H-O-U-S-E on Spotify, iTunes, Bandcamp, everywhere you get your music. Um, I have another podcast called Porb. It's just me talking. And, check it out. Uh, check it out. It's a good listen. Thank, thank you. Um, I guess that's it. Follow me on socials. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I ain't got shit to plug. I'm just going to say, uh, uh, Mitchell, thanks for listening. Conrad, <laughs> thanks for listening. And Byron, if you're out there Byron. listening to this too, appreciate you, brother. Gang, gang. And uh, yeah, uh, that's all I got to say. I mean, I'm on Twitter. I've mentioned it before, but yeah, you can find me. Mention it again. To. What if this is their first time? Uh, no, nobody wants to follow me. On At TrueBWill, T-R-U-B-W-I-L-L. At TrueBWill on Twitter. Yeah. That's my man. Yeah, that's, yeah, I'm up there. I'm up there. And you know what I was thinking? Like we might at some point like start like a bomb cast 
Twitter or Instagram or something so we can put all of our that's a good idea in, in one place yeah that's a good idea yeah so maybe we'll instead of me piggybacking off of your uh your tweet <laughs> about the new either way i mean you'll still do it you'll just do it from the bombcast one yeah. instead of my personal one yeah and i'll do it from the bombcast one too that's a good idea yeah we should do that i mean yeah, now that so, we are four episodes deep what, son, what? <laughs> four Can episodes in a this? row look out world here we come motherfuckers oh, um who we be oh shit um yeah and you know we're gonna do uh falcon and winter soldier on friday we'll recap the last three episodes See, okay so so here's the thing so they are they last week was episode four yeah. so there's two more left do you want to just wait until this whole thing is fucking done and then do just no i think we should do the, the do these three and then do a finale do a finale okay, okay yeah yeah all right I, I imagine we'll have a lot to talk about yeah. from the finale yeah. that's what i'm guessing i had a lot to see to talk about that episode four okay uh, so yeah okay yeah okay so i'm gonna put this this episode will be out i think tomorrow i should be able to get it up tomorrow and then uh we'll be back on friday for episode 27 god damn episode <laughs> we're nearing that 30 mark dog Longest running podcast of all time. <laughs> we're, we're claiming the spot. <laughs> a podcast has been in existence since what, 2016? 2016, December 2000, or maybe and, even November. Yeah, and it's only, and we're all, we're nearing the 30 mark. What most people do in six months, we've done in five, five years. years. <laughs> hey, it ain't a race; it's a sprint, or it's a it's, it's a sprint, it's, not a race. No, but no, it's no, a, no, no, no. What is it? It's it's a, it's a journey, not the destination. No. It's not a. It's not a sprint. It's not a sprint. It's a jog. It's a cross country uh, slalom. No, that can't be it. But whatever the fuck it is, it ain't us. Yeah, it's. Yeah. <laughs> or actually, rate it is and us. review. Yeah, rate and review on iTunes. Uh, follow on Spotify. I'm gonna start posting these. There's the audio on YouTube as well. If you stream shit from YouTube, it's not a sprint. It's a jog. It's a jog. <laughs> and not a share sprint. it. Is it a jog? Wait, it's not a, it's it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. It's a marathon. That's what oh. it is. Oh, I knew I would get it. It's not a, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. That's right. And with succinct colloquialisms like that, that's why you come <laughs> and listen to the podcast. Um, share, let people know, especially this episode. If you got people who like DMX or you want to get them into DMX, uh, I think the best way to do it is to listen to two people who aren't DMX, talk about DMX, and then play some of his songs. There you I go. That's the best way. I think yeah. I agree. Here, here. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Right. Peace. Peace. The Bombcast.